Thank you uh, again to the Clone Star podcast for hosting us and welcome to the Hit or Miss podcast uh, segment of this charity stream. Uh, and I'm just going to go around and introduce everyone to each other because we've not really had a chance just yet. So um, I'm going to start with uh, my good friend for many a year, Mr. Stephen Brown. Uh, shout out, Stephen. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm really, really happy to be here, man. Happy to have a good awesome. chat tonight, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. And you've got your, your list of 10 films ready. I did, yes. I did. It's all ready awesome. to go. Um, say hi to DK and Adrian. <laughs> hello, hello, people I've never met before. So don't <laughs> judge me too hard. Hello. We are all united in Trek, though I assure you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, um, the, the reason that I'm on here doing this is because I was asked to help by the Clone Star guys, and um, I do have a Star Trek podcast here on this uh, Star Trek, which is what was involved. But I also do um, a film podcast called Silver Screen Podcast. So it occurred to me if we're talking all things Star Trek, and I also am the guy for film, then why not talk about the Star Trek movies? Um, and so my next guest that I'll introduce has been on both my Hit or Miss Star Trek and my movies podcast, um, and that is my friend DK. How are you doing, buddy? Hello, I'm fine, thank you. you yourself? Yeah, not bad, not bad. A bit uh, a bit nervous, but hopefully it'll all go relatively swimmingly and we're all, we'll do well. Um, yeah, if anyone has any feeling. problems, just let me know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, DK joined me for a review of DS9's It's Only a Paper Moon, uh, on the Trek podcast and a review of the movie Die Hard last Christmas on my movie podcast. So uh, we've, we've reviewed a lot together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's still awesome. not tired of me yet for some strange and obscure reason. <laughs> no, not at all. And uh, finally, Adrienne, the only other person brave enough to put a camera on. <laughs> Welcome. Hi, everybody. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, this is uh, my first time doing a camera pod, any type at all. So kind of. It's kind of all new to me, but I snuck into my son's room, and here I am. I'm excited. Oh, and I have my favorite Starfleet sweatshirt on from my days, you know, at the Academy. So we're, I'm all right. I have I'm a badge on somewhere, but you Oh, nice. <laughs> Hidden by the where's, microphone. Where's, there you go. Where's your son? Has he been banished to another room? I know. Well, they're, they're, he's, he's coming home from school, and he's not going to have any idea what, that I'm in here. <laughs> Mom! <laughs> I know. What? He's going to be scarred for life. Right, right. Yes. <laughs> oh, I have my no, list ready. A... I have my That's list. Good. I'm totally ready. We've we've talked before. We're not complete strangers because you have also guested on the Hit or Miss Track podcast. In uh, one of the most recent episodes, actually, didn't we review um, Unimatrix Zero? Unimatrix Zero, and um, of course, I, I, I'm sorry if anybody goes back to listen to it because I had a fan on. I forgot all about the <laughs> microphone thing, and Mikey did such a great job fixing all that for us. So it's still we did. I didn't think it was well. that bad. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> Just being and, nice. Uh, no, it was, it was a good discussion. I enjoyed it. And um, Adrienne, I think, is a big fan of me and my podcast. So at least there's one totally. person listening <laughs> at all times. So, um, yeah, that's great. So, as I say, um, I am here hosting because I'm on behalf of both podcasts, but mainly the Hit or Miss Star Trek podcast. But um, I also have a little co host with me, Mr. Tricorder. Hello, Mr. Oh, Tricorder. Mr. Fresh <laughs> from the set of Star Trek Generations. Have you ever oh. seen anything like this, Mr. Tricorder? No, Jordy, I haven't. Oh. <laughs> oh, <dear>. Just <laughs> watched that. Ugh, I just watched that yesterday. Really? Wow, that's <laughs> yeah, weird. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Stephen, did you get a chance to rewatch all of the movies that you said you were going to do? <laughs> Yes, of course I did. I am, yes. <laughs> um, um, no, not even Thankfully, I know them well enough, I think. So <laughs> it's all right. Um, well, just, I, I sorry to, to like just lump it on you guys. I have kind of vaguely discussed what we're doing, but I wanted to keep it a little bit of a secret. So is it, um, 
it was a, a bit fresh for us and we weren't really overly prepared. So what I'm going to do is that um, I'm going to go through and ask each of you for your uh, movies in order from 10 to 1. So I'll ask each of us for our number 10 movie and a little bit as to why it is either as low or as high. Um, and then I'm also just just to guide the conversation a bit, I'm just going to ask for your favorite scene in that movie, um, for your favorite character and for your favorite line of dialogue. Um, because it just helps to keep things moving along, and I'm not great at off the cuff, so it gives us a bit of a structure. Um, so yeah, and then what I'm also going to do, uh, depending on where the movies place, I'm going to try and put them on a little ranked chart. Um, don't worry if it's too complicated for anybody listening; it will hopefully all make sense at the end. But essentially, what it is is the number ten movie will get one point, the number nine will get two, right the way through to the the number one movie, which obviously will get ten points. Uh, we'll add up the scores at the end for all four people and hopefully we'll end up with a combined top 10 and it might be decently representative unless anybody has put Star Trek V anywhere near the top. Oh, damn. <laughs> One moment. <laughs> well, you know. In terms of greatest line of dialogue, there's only one, and it's what does God want with a starship? So if we stick yeah. with that, then, <laughs> then we'll be fine. But uh, yeah, so how are we all doing anyway? I didn't really get a chance to just say hi. How are we all doing? We all decompressed and ready? I could do for coffee, but yeah, I'm great. <laughs> and uh, have we all caught up with Star Trek Picard yet? Oh, wow. Um, that was a good opener. It was, yeah. yeah. Lots I've, of questions. I've, but, uh, yeah, I've watched a bit of the opener, but no. I'm oh, waiting. wow, you're behind. I know. I haven't even watched Discovery this week yet. I am truly ah, right. behind. Oof. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> I'll it, not get into a big review of that. You watching? It's, it's probably what I'll be doing after the, we're done here. So <laughs> You're going to go at midnight and start watching just numerous episodes of Trek? <laughs> well, at least there was two mentioned, yeah. Get definitely <laughs> got to get that watched. <laughs> Very, very important. Um, <laughs> awesome. Uh, just for a little kind of groundbreaker, then, and I've probably already asked some of you this either in person, Stephen, or on the podcast, but um, what was the very first Star Trek film that you ever saw at the cinema? Can you remember? And when was it? <laughs> uh, we'll start with you, Stephen. <laughs> I'm still thinking. Um, <laughs> Shall we move on? The cinema. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I remember mine because I think I was with you. <laughs> That was probably the first one I've seen. Yeah, what what did we watch? It was Insurrection at um, Gateshead Metro Centre Cinema. <laughs> that that could well be it because I'm trying yeah. to think if I watched. I don't think I watched First Contact, but I remember no, we I watched didn't. that in yeah. our art class, Ooh. the obligatory GCSE art lesson where we put. We it watched on it in media watch. studies because I brought it in. Just... <laughs> was, it, was it media studies? I thought it was art it was. for some reason. Or was it uh, both because we just insist on watching it? Was, it could have been both. I was carrying the videotape around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I remember Insurrection, and I think I might well have seen everyone since, or almost everyone since with you as well. So uh, Yeah, very yeah good. that's quite possible. Um, some, some better than others, obviously, but uh, yeah, cool. We've, uh, we've had many a long night talking track, I think, haven't we, over the years? Indeed, indeed. <laughs> uh, what about you then, DK? Do you remember the first time you saw a track movie in the cinema, and uh, when was it? Oh, this is going to show my age. It was Search for Spock. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was my very, I think it was my very first like solo outing with friends. You know, when you get to that point where you, 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 you do see films with like your family and things, but that first movie where you go and see it just with friends and you feel all important and oh i'm an adult now yeah mm. my adult film was search for spock 
Awesome. It's cool. Um, and do you mind if I ask where it was? <laughs> it was in Odeon Cinema, Barnsley, South Yorkshire, Barnsley. England. Yes. How did you end up in Spain from Barnsley? <laughs> oh, it's such a long story. It's such a long story. You'd need another two hours, another and frankly, it's not that interesting. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Adrienne, all the way from the USA, then, what was your first uh, first cinema experience with Star Trek? As I fiddle with my Oh, aging, aging myself. Um, okay, so when I was a little, little kid, I did go and watch the motion picture in the theater. Um, wow. I was really small, and I, I went with my best friend's family, and I can remember absolutely zero about it except the fact that um i was kind of nervous because oh that creature is actually out there <laughs> this thing it's actually launched so i remember that part oh yeah the probe i guess yeah. theoretically yeah i was gonna say as, as a young person seeing the motion picture that must have been the best nap you ever had <laughs> no i actually love it i couldn't believe it did the family hear you great. yes you know. yeah, no, I loved it. bless but oh that's cool then that was somewhere in the states i assume Yes, it would have been in Los Angeles County somewhere, of course. Oh, so you look so much cooler than us. We're in like Gateshead and Barnsley in LA. <laughs> no, it's, it's not cool. Oh. It's it's just, it's great that Star Trek is everywhere. It's, it's so interesting to hear everybody talking about stuff from Hollywood. It's just amazing. I love it. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, we are all united with Trek. And uh, just before I get into it, then, in case we didn't uh, make it obvious, we are here for um, a charity for a reason. Uh, we're all using the hashtag Trek for Ukraine because we're raising funds um, even if you're someone who tries to avoid doom scrolling and news like myself, you can't have um, avoided seeing what's happening there. And it is—it's—it's it's a humanitarian crisis. It's tragic. It's utterly heartbreaking. It really is. Um, so we are basically raising funds for the Red Cross, um, who we know will get the money to the right places uh, for people in Ukraine who have suffered. And it really is the people—people uh, people who are least deserving, I would say, probably who who are suffering at the moment. And uh, we need to get some help to them. So. There will be a just giving link appearing randomly on the screen um and if you uh, just go onto our social medias it's posted all over our sort of twitters and uh, you can see the twitter for the podcast there is at homtrek uh, you can follow that on there or i believe the uh, donation is justgiving.com slash trek for ukraine but i couldn't uh, i couldn't swear to that but hopefully uh, our hosts will come on and pop that on screen at some point later on um, but yeah, do give what you can. This, uh, we're all having fun, but it's for a good cause, and we're hoping to raise quite a bit of money. As mentioned, we have raised a, a little bit so far, so we have to. Uh, if we can raise quite a lot in the next two hours, we'll uh, show what we, at the specifically the Hit or Miss Star Trek podcast, can do. But I know that we as Trekkies are going to come together for this good cause and uh, do the best we can. So uh, yeah. <laughs> so with that out of the way, then that little bit of uh, sort of seriousness, uh, I'm going to go straight in and ask for the lists. Then, so hopefully we've all got a top ten. Uh, and I'm just going to have to work out an order here. Uh, so why don't we start with you, Stephen, because you are bottom right on my screen, so I could just go clockwise from there. <laughs> so we'll start okay. with you, Stephen. Uh, what is your number 10 movie on your list? So the worst movie. Okay. Well, there's three presumably that aren't on your list, so the worst one that you've made out of your 10. <laughs> yeah, so uh, as, as I, I mentioned beforehand, Briefly to yourself, I was sort of I got I had a, a solid top six I think, middle ground seven to nine, and then at the end I was like I can't really decide which one I don't like the most. <laughs> so I'm actually going to just throw your numbers off straight away, and I'm going to throw the motion picture in there, and Star Trek Five. 
okay. <laughs> if you had to, if you had to pick one of the two to be your number ten, what would it be? Ah, uh, uh, five. So you're going to final frontier. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Just cause. Um, and I'll just. I should probably have asked what the three were that weren't going to place, but that would kind of give the game away. So I'll I'll not do that. But uh, we've we've yeah. all had to sort of leave three out, I guess. So that's fair enough. And uh, I think you like the movies a lot less than me because I didn't find it that difficult to find ten that I thought were at least decent. You know? but, uh, There's uh, yeah, none so. that. I, well, none that I truly hate. But yeah, I, I've certainly I certainly get to a certain point in the middle where I enjoy the movies. I just don't have your massive feelings about them and can really rate them that heavily. Unless, you know, I'm truly forced by... Unless uh, forced. Your, like, <laughs> by a podcast enough. like this. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so why why was the motion picture... Sorry, why was the Final Frontier specifically, first of all, so low, but secondly, why did it uh, save itself from the chop being one of the three that didn't uh, make the cut? Well, it only really made the cut because it is the worst. And I had to pick a top ten. Well, again, <laughs> there's three it below it, though, isn't there, surely? No, no, no. My, mine just just ends there. The other ones are just you know they exist. A bit like uh, <laughs> my, my seven and nine, they also just exist. But I felt right. the need. I had to mention the fact I really just didn't like the movie, and that's why it's my, my tenth. Fair it's enough. So like, on my list, it's not even like the tenth. It's just star star. Just you, because you I make everything really difficult, do don't you? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I just had to mention I don't like it and. Yeah, the still fact is I I love the you know when they're getting on the the, the, the rocket boots, loved mm. it apart from the uh-huh. number of flaws on the you know the number oh that was there. ridiculous yeah even you know, before it, Discovery had uh, yeah. immense labyrinth corridors oh, it had multiple yeah. decks on the Enterprise here, yeah that's it so I like that scene but just something about the movie just uh I, I just yeah you'd have to pay me to watch it. Really? Fair enough. Um, well, <laughs> if you had to pick a favourite character then in Star Trek V, who would you say it was? Uh, Scotty. Scotty. Just purely for the know the ship like the back of my hand joke? Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what I was picturing in my I head. know you so well. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it was. And then, yeah, back to the Would that be your favourite line of dialogue as well? I mean, that's a good one, but yeah, what does... God need with a starship. It's also very much like a boof. Yeah, yeah. You take awesome. that, God. That's fair enough. Well, as much <laughs> as your you favorite, do, uh, so yeah. <laughs> your favorite scene? Then uh, you said it was probably the uh, the opening scene with the the uh, jet boots and the, the camping and whatnot. Yeah, the camping bit was quite fun at the start. Give it lighthearted, but then obviously at the lift, the the fact that you're climbing up that elevator shaft ages, and your Spock disappears, and like where's Spock? And like when he he flies up then. Sort of rescues them, but not really. Just makes it, you know, makes their entire. He does. He does make a great pun about the gravity of the situation. To be fair, (laughs) (laughs) you're really trying to help me enjoy the movie, and it's not really going to work. Character assassination of the final frontier. Oh well, I shan't put you through it any longer. Then I will leave that and uh, say that it's probably not going to bode very well that you've actually just given a point to the final frontier, but. Something has to get one point, so there you Don't go. Judge me. <laughs> I'm going to move on then, as I say clockwise, and I'll go to you, DK, uh, and I will just ask, what is your number 10 movie on your list? Okay, I'll preface this by saying there's none of the movies I really detest. So Thank they're you. all, it's, it's, it's all, uh, you know, obviously art subjective. So I've got to pick ones that don't really strike a chord with me at the lower end. So I'm going to go with Star Trek Beyond for my number 10. 
Oh, okay. Wow. All right. And uh, why would you say that is so low, but also why is it not one of the three that didn't place? So it just it's it's th there's only two from the Kelvin verse that's in my top ten. And right. as much as I like it compared to the second one, which isn't in my top ten, it's it comes across to me as forgettable. I can right. watch it right. and a couple of a couple of days later I can pretty much have forgotten most of the movie, if I'm being honest. There's nothing that really latches on. Right, fair enough. Um, I think you might have some disagreement later in one or two of the lists. I can only speak for myself, though, because I haven't seen them, but uh, that's all right then. So um, if, if you had, though, to pick a favourite character from Star Trek Beyond, who would it be? Uh, it's got to be uh, Sophia Butella's character, Jayla. Jayla. <laughs> I think she's a fantastic character. If they, if they do have any sense, and hopefully they will not recast Anton Yelchin when they come back from Thor, so. it would be nice to see her take that spot if she's up for it. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine it. Yeah, yeah. Jayla so named because they were trying to cast Jennifer Lawrence and didn't get her. But <laughs> one of those great Star Trek things, just like how they called the planet Shakari in Star Trek Five because they thought they were going to get Sean Connery, and then he did Last yeah. Crusade instead. <laughs> Can't really blame him. To be fair, it was the wise decision. No accuse him of making the wrong choice, though. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, awesome. So, well, if you had to pick a, a memorable scene, if you can, from Star Trek Beyond, then what would it be? It's got to be the uh, the Beastie Boys attack at the end. <laughs> There's not much that sticks with me, but that will never leave me. Yeah, the beats and shouting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome, awesome. And uh, do you have any line of dialogue that sticks in your head at all? Uh, I'm going to be ashamed to admit this, but there is absolutely nothing dialogue nothing wise that again it's a, low, it's a low I down. don't dislike yeah I don't dislike the film but this, it just doesn't stick with me for some reason I don't know why I, I would perhaps recommend giving it a rewatch but uh, again I'll, I'm sure I'll get to that later <laughs> there we go um oh well fair enough uh, I'll move on to you then uh, well actually I'll go to myself because I'm next clockwise so uh, just to let everybody know the number 10 movie on my list was Star Trek the motion picture um, it is number 10 because it is incredibly boring, <laughs> let's be honest. Um, even even for us Trekkies who are quite a cerebral bunch, it's quite a slow, laborious kind of movie. Um, it's also a film where you can tell they were just writing the script as they filmed. And so the first half is just very much, what what do we do? We, I don't know, a wormhole or something. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you're going to hate my list. <laughs> you gave me grief for mentioning Star Trek V and you've mentioned the motion picture. Well, the thing is, the reason that it makes my list, though, and doesn't get uh, shunted to the three that shall not be spoken, is because the director's cut, I think, does improve it a little bit. And uh, it does, it picks up the pace a lot in that. And to be fair, there's a good story in the motion picture if they had cut like half an hour out of it, I guess. Um, I like don't mind the story. You are? Is it not like just 20 minutes long? <laughs> no, it's it's a decent story. I mean, we discussed on um, a podcast which uh, will be out in a couple of weeks because I reviewed the original series episode, The Changeling, and we talked about how you know that Star Trek and Roddenberry did a lot of this machine merges with another machine and looks for its creator and humanity versus um, machine tech and everything. So there's some good ideas in there. It's just the execution I think was a little bit iffy. But ultimately, at the end of the day, having said that, I would I would sit and watch that gorgeous shot of just the brand new enterprise and the ship going around it for 20 minutes just all day just put that out that's that's already a better movie than the three things that didn't make it on my list <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah uh, and so i suppose i have to ask myself the questions my favorite character from the motion picture uh, would be spock 
because I think it was great seeing him again, and he's clearly the focus. I think the film really only comes into focus, pardon the uh, the pun, when he comes on board the Enterprise. It's a little bit kind of scattershot and a little bit not sure what it's doing until he arrives, and then it seems to gain a lot more perspective, and he sort of um, echoing his kind of struggle for his humanity with that of Rija, I think, was really cool. Uh, uh, yeah, and my favourite scene in the motion picture that is a struggle, but I'm probably just going to go with the fly fly past of the Enterprise because what the heck, I'm a sucker for ships and stuff, as anybody who knows me will know, and it looked beautiful, so why not? Even though it's got nothing to do with the plot whatsoever. <laughs> and uh, ooh, now I have to think of a, of a decent line of dialogue. <laughs> it's a struggle. Um, there's, there's dialogue in there somewhere, I'm sure. Uh, but, uh, oh. <laughs> the only wow. the only thing that sticks in my mind and this is going to be quite traumatizing for a bunch of people is i always remembered because i was just horrified by the the scene when they have the kind of horrible transporter accident at the start because they need to get rid of spock's replacement yeah and, um, i just remembered how incredibly evocative the line what we got back didn't live long yeah. thankfully is <laughs> i was like oof that is without showing you anything i don't need to know any more than that that's a, a great piece of dialogue for kind of chilling horror elements i guess so I'd probably have to pick that as my favourite line of dialogue. Um, but yeah, so the motion picture did manage to get one point out of me and came into my 10th place. Uh, right. So uh, I'll move to you, Adrian, then uh, for the last uh, number 10 and ask you what number 10 was on your list. My number 10 is Star Trek V. Um, ah, the final frontier I, again. Yeah. <laughs> um, I. Yeah, it just... It's kind of a, a movie I've watched so much, so much, so much. So I just, I at least had to have it in my top 10. Not my favorite, but I had to have it there. That's fair enough. If it's a personal thing and you've watched it a mm -hmm. lot, then that's mm -hmm. that's probably a good enough reason why. Um, there's a lot of things, including my number one, that's there just because I watched it a lot and at a time in my life that I was able to. So uh, awesome. Um, so if hopefully we can come up with something different from Stephen's half-assed attempts then. <laughs> and ask, what? what was your first <laughs> Well, I mean, at the moment, Star Trek is winning. I mean, that, that's yeah, apparently, terrible. Yeah, apparently, it's totally, but... Uh, Ironically, yes, at the moment, it is winning. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So what would be your favourite um, character, for example, from the, the Final Frontier, shall we say? Well, I I loved the Dr. McCoy um, and his backstory with his father. I thought that yes, was poignant. That, it was so heavy, and um, he's one of my favourite Star Trek people. So that was really something for me to watch, yeah. That's I would fair enough. save I can... his dad. Yeah, yeah, such a good scene and so brief, and you completely forget it's in that movie because mm -hmm. it just mm -hmm. it's it seems like it belongs in a better film for <laughs> not to be too cruel to that movie, but yeah, I can understand that. So um awesome, Dr. McCoy. So what was your favorite scene? Would that be the same thing? Or? That's the same, yeah, just because it's it's so it's so heavy, it's so revealing of him and his whole doctor thing, mm -hmm. and he just he couldn't save his own dad. So that was really yeah, that was really. There something. was some real richness they could have done with the whole cyborg taking away whatever unspoken pain you've got, and then I think they only really used it effectively with McCoy, uh -huh. uh, unfortunately. But yeah. agreed. Oh, well. yeah, agreed. Um, yeah. And so, what would be your favorite memorable line of dialogue from it then? Just the part, you know, when he says, "And you couldn't save your dad," and he says, "No," mm. and and they discovered a cure just right past that. So right after mm. that, and he had fair enough, know, yeah. powerful enough. Yeah. Oh, well, it seems like one scene might have made the film, but what the heck, <laughs> if, if there's things that's worse, why not? But yeah, I think uh, it's been ages since I've seen The Final Frontier, but I just remember thinking it was a oof, it was a slog to get through, and there's some real messy moments in there. The whole Scotty and Uhura relationship just coming out of absolutely nowhere really threw me, and uh, yeah, <laughs> very weird. Although I liked yeah. her dancing. That was kind of cool. 
It was, again, weird and out of place, but I suppose it was cool in its own way. I just thought um, that was neat, yeah. Nichelle Nichols. The only other, thing that I, uh, only other thing I remember that's notable from Final Frontier is that I thought it was the galactic barrier that they went to. And then I got schooled after the recent Discovery episode because everyone was like, it's not the same thing. And I was like, really? I went years thinking it was the same thing. But no, apparently it's the one in the center of the galaxy in the Final Frontier. And so on the edge of the galaxy in the original series. Yeah. That always confused right. me. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Yeah, so exactly. there's a barrier on either side. We're just in like the apparently so, line. yeah. Donut universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, we are the delicious donut in the universes. <laughs> what a way to look on humans. Ah, oh, bless. <laughs> well, with that, then we'll move on to. Um, I'm going to ask for everyone's number nine, and I'm just going to go in the same order because why not? We've established this now. So, Stephen, your number nine film that you probably also don't like. <laughs> what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? Um, well, actually, it's Star Trek Beyond. Right. Okay. It's already been mentioned. That was yeah. I thought you know again. That's gonna happen. You know, as as I sort of I've already preluded really. Seventy eight. So seven and nine. They're fine. It's not that I don't dislike them. I had to pick an order, and I just happened to pick this particular order. Um, again, yeah, it it happened. It was fairly, <laughs> it, yeah, it, it, yeah, nothing particularly. Talk about damning with it. faint praise. That one's yeah, not going on the back of the would. video box. It happened, <laughs> Stephen Brown. Star <laughs> Trek Beyond. They went somewhere they'd never been before and found things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they boldly went. Yes. And yeah, I mean, like the, the final section for me, where you, know, if if they'd gone through all the stuff they had, rescued the crew, got them on the ship, and maybe gone to orbit, blew up all the swarm hmm. and, and got away and that was it. That would have been a fine for me to end. The whole getting back to the, the, the space station, all that stuff and the floating around in the zero G in the centre, just unnecessary. But you have to have uh, a big fight with Idris Elba, otherwise why cast him? <laughs> just for the voice. Well, I guess, yeah, that's probably true yeah. enough. Uh, oh, well, yeah, uh, and a few flashbacks. But yeah, it, it was kind of, you know, the music. Uh, I think my quote would be, um, when she kicks up on the music, he's uh, he goes, nice choice. That's a good choice. Uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> I was, a good choice, sorry, yeah. Oh, actually, I'm embarrassed myself. I should have blatantly watched them. Um, <laughs> but it obviously goes straight back to the the first One nine, yeah. uh, movie, yeah, where he's obviously playing that in the car. Um, and yeah, so I like that part. Um, so let me quote um, character. Yeah, um, probably alien one again. I think that would be nice. Just yeah, jailer. Um, no one else particularly stood out. Yeah. Okay. Well, fair enough. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think we've we've established why that's kind of as low, but why it's made it onto your list then. So. Uh, two points for Star Trek Beyond, currently tying it with Final Frontier. So. Few. <laughs> let's see. Uh, let's see what happens when we go to you. Uh, to you, then DK, and ask for your number nine film. Well, in a strange twist of fate, it's Star Trek Five. <laughs> oh, no way! We've swapped. <laughs> no conspiracy here at all. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, and uh, well, we've we've just been talking about it. But what was the reasons that made it onto your list first of all, and secondly, why it's uh, I guess as low as number nine. I'm out to say thanks everyone for coming. We're done. You know, Star Trek Five is lately the best movie there is. <laughs> it's there are the bones. There are the bones of a decent film in there. 
And if yeah. you look at what was planned, it could have been so good. But despite the fact that it's riddled, absolutely riddled with really good character moments for pretty much all of the cast, it it just feels off. It it never strikes yeah. a chord with me. Yeah, it, I hate to say it. I think it might be the director who's at fault on that one. It's I, I, I do understand that he went through quite a lot of budget cuts and he kept saying, yeah. well, you promised me this. No, you can't have that. You promised me this. No, you can't have that. But a better director or a more experienced director would have reined that in. And mm. obviously, necessity is a mother of invention. A, a better director, I would have thought maybe Nimoy could have brought that in and tightened up the uh, up the movie. But as it stands, this just it, it, as I say, it just feels off. It's there. It's good for what yeah. it is, but it could have been so much better. I, I, I'm not sure about that. Have you ever seen anything from the cut scene from the end when they were going to use like bizarre lava monster costumes and everything that they couldn't afford? I I have, so and it wasn't an improvement. But no, again, exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's uh, it's all well and good say, oh, the, the budgets were cut, so Shatner couldn't make something good. Well, yeah, but looking at what was going to get put out, even if he had the money, it wasn't going to be great, really, was that's it? A so... fair, that's a fair enough point. Yeah, but uh, oh well. So, without wanting to hopefully repeat ourselves too badly, what was your favorite scene then from Final Frontier? Uh, like Adrienne, it would have been the the lounge scene, uh, mm. and the whole you know, I, I should have turned left when I should have turned right. The you know, I need my pain, that kind of thing. But mm. seeing as Adrian's already picked that, I think that I'm gonna have to go with my next one, which is pure comedy to me, which is the jailbreak scene. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> Do you not know an old-fashioned jailbreak when you see one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. And he's trying the various right. ways to get out, and Spock's going, mm, unwise. <laughs> um... Yes, I believe that is the scene that leads to the, uh, there's 150 decks on the Enterprise, though, when they're escaping yes. all of a sudden. But uh, that's unfortunate. But, uh, oh, well. So who would be your favourite character, then, in uh, Final Frontier? Uh, it's got to be Spock. I know it was. Fuck. I know. I know. Roddenberry considered the whole cyborg thing apocrypha, and I know, you know. It, again, it's not Spock's best movie, yeah. but uh, again, like I said, even though the film for me isn't very good, the character moments really are, and I think Spock is at his best in this one. Well, one one of his best in this one. Yeah. I don't think Nemo was ever really bad as Spock, even if you look at no. something like Spock's brain, which is like. What are you doing to this poor actor? You know what I mean? But, uh, he did his best, bless him. Um, okay. Spock. Um, Spock went through a lot. Really did. He did, bless him. Yeah, exactly. Life, death, the, life, brain, everything. Yeah. And we're not done yet. Strange New Worlds is coming out in a matter of months, and we'll have even more Spock bizarreness yeah. to explore. Yay! <laughs> Never ending Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Nerds unite. <laughs> like, we're finally cool. Yay! <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I don't think I'll ever be cool. But uh, Me. Okay. <laughs> Actually. Fair enough. Uh, what about uh, a, a good line of dialogue then, DK, from The Final Frontier, if you can think of one? It's corny, but I do love the hold your horse, Captain. Ah, oh, because, yes, it's, yes. Wow, it's that is so terrible. Really taking me back. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you go just love a good pun, really, is what you're saying. I do. <laughs> That's fair enough. Uh, okay, well, so I'll move on to mine then. And um, my film, my number nine, weirdly kind of corresponds well with Stevens because my number nine is Star Trek 2009, <laughs> which uh, yeah. uh, makes it onto the list. I, I have well-known issues with this movie, and uh, Stephen knows this only too well because we reviewed this on my film and Star Trek podcasts. Um, the things that great are really nerdy things, like 
leaping from cadet to quit to captain in a matter of moments. Speaking of Star Trek Picard. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I don't love that. This uh, I don't love this whole fluid Starfleet or just come on and be a captain from nowhere kind of thing, uh, which the Star Trek 09s are terrible for. Um, there's a couple of sort of obvious like visual things which are a bit kind of like I'd, I'd never really loved the Apple Store Enterprise Bridge, but I guess you've got to update it somehow so I can forgive it. And uh, I still think the USS Kelvin is the ugliest starship they've ever come up with. It's just hideous. <laughs> but uh, but there's a lot to like in there as well. I love everything to do with um, Spock's backstory from uh, when we actually get to see his younger years and him being bullied and uh, the, the incredibly satisfying scene where he basically refuses entry to the science academy because there's a little bit of bigotry from the uh, the Vulcan guys. Oh, despite your disadvantage, and he's like, "What disadvantage is that?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And then with the the ultimate gut punch of, "Well, since I'm only half Vulcan, your record's intact." You know, lines of dialogue like that are really good and really do get to the core of the characters. It's just a shame that it devolves into a little bit of a Star Wars kind of creatures on a planet and then a shootout and then. But, you know, it was it, people wanted action, so I guess it is what it is. But uh, as I say, it wasn't terrible. Um, it's one of the two Kelvin timeline movies that make it into my list. I'll say that. Uh, yeah. And it's it's watchable enough. It's not something I would put really all that high. But clearly, I think it's better than the motion picture. So I guess there is at least that. Uh, let me think. So if I had to pick a favorite scene, uh, I've already described it. It would be the scene of Spock uh, in his younger years, kind of refusing entry and uh, deciding to go to Starfleet and basically sticking it to the Vulcan Science Academy with a very, uh, very sarcastic and, and pithy "Live long and prosper," where you can almost hear the F word immediately following yeah. it. So, yeah, <laughs> I do kind of love that scene. Um, my favorite, let's see, my favorite character in Star Trek '09. It would probably be Spock because I can cheat and then include them both because of the Spock Prime, I guess, as well. So I do think Spock Prime is better than Quinto Spock, but I'm just going to pick Spock in general. And then, like I said, that gives me a bit of a cheat. Um, power being the host, isn't it? You are? Sorry? I was just the power being the host, you can cheat. <laughs> well, it's a cheat, but it's the same character as the man himself says. You know, it would be self-serving. But, to say but pick one, Mike, but pick one. Yeah. If I had to pick one, I would. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely. If I had to, I would definitely go with Spock Prime over Quinto Spock, just because of how he's played. Uh, I think Quinto Spock. We've discussed this as well. I think me and DK even discussed this on a podcast that I think Quinto is a little bit too angry on the surface, and yeah. maybe it's just because he's played psychopaths so well in like American Horror Story and in Heroes. So I always kind of was a bit more scared of him losing his temper than I was with Nemo, which was always like. You felt bad when he lost his temper and you knew it was severe because Spock would never. Whereas with Quinto, you're just like, yep, the psychopath's at it again. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, Uh, favorite line of dialogue and just for pure Star Trek geekery is um, Captain Pike's challenge to Kirk in that movie. Your father was captain of a starship for nine minutes. He saved 9,000 lives, including your mother's and yours. I dare you to do better. That's that's great. It's a quality line of dialogue. I probably got the numbers a bit wrong there, but you know the scene I'm referring to, so... Uh, yeah, so yeah, my number nine, Star Trek 2009. Um, so we'll move on to you, Adrienne, then and ask what's your number nine film on your list? Sort of uh, funny, but it is beyond. Woo! <laughs> you can't believe it! I fit right in. Um, yeah, I really like Jayla in that episode, and um, I, I just love the Spock McCoy uh, relationship that we see there. I do love the line where I can't even remember what it is that happens, but it's like um, 
McCoy says something like, well, at least if we're going to die, we're going to die together. And then Spock gets beamed out and McCoy just looks into the sky and goes, figures. Yeah, <laughs> That's the relationship in a nutshell. Yeah, really, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I also yeah, liked how yeah. they took one of the Makos, you know, and they used that, mm. you know, to to oh. advantage and to lead to the story. And Idris Elba was just, that twist was so good. So That know, was such a cool I liked piece it, of yeah. Well, kind of Star Trek canon nerds like me mentioning that he was a veteran of the Romulan and Zindi Wars was kind of like, oh, wow. I know. I'm like, oh, what? I totally know who Zindi is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the ship even looked a little bit like the NX-01 Enterprise. Mm -hmm. which, uh, yeah. I won't point out that I've got it on a shelf just over to my right, but, you know, <laughs> there's very little Starfleet chips I don't have at this stage. You got Mars. Yeah, cool. So uh, what would be your favorite scene then from Star Trek Beyond? Um, this uh, Spock and McCoy uh, doing their their the scenes banter. together, like on the yeah, when um, he was hurt and everything. And um, I, my quote is, "I like how uh, Jayla called him James T." Yes, yeah, yeah I like James that. T. Okay, James T. Yes, she's a really cool character. I like it. Mm -hmm. I know my least favorite scene is the random motorbike stunt show that he does on top of the franklin for no reason which is just like what just, yeah. okay this guy directed fast and the furious we get it but you don't have to put that <laughs> in know, just because okay. of that you know? yeah but, uh, yeah so uh did we get a well let's say scene and character i think is the the last one then yeah um i was just glad that they had idris elba i thought he played so, a great character yeah <laughs> edison yeah. <laughs> edison Carl. Yeah, fair enough. That's cool. I mean, as, as villains go, it's probably one of the best. I think the movies have a bit of a problem uh, getting any better villains than Khan, really, don't they? Not to, uh, not to spoil future, perhaps, scores, but hmm. uh, fair enough. Um, I'll keep us moving then, because we are only here for two hours, I see, <laughs> as I'm desperately trying to. Uh, the number eight on your list, Stephen, then. What is it? In the Darkness. Oh, okay. Hmm. Three points for Into Darkness. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, me. Somebody's uh, audio is playing up. Have you put your fan on again? <laughs> I know. I was like, I did not touch a fan. Is it me, though? <laughs> That's fair enough. Can you hear me okay, Stephen? It's not you, is it? Yeah, I hear no. Um, I did hear the sound. Um, I will I point out that Star Trek Into Darkness is one of the three that didn't make it onto my list. Uh, so I'm not loving this decision. <laughs> well, you know, I, again, I'm, I'm throwing that seven and nine were just movies that exist that I. She wasn't in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that joke just hit like a brick, didn't it? <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> oh, I don't believe you did that. So, Into Darkness then is, is good enough to get three points from you, huh? Yeah. Um, I think it was just nice. Well, you didn't really see much of them, but it was nice to see the Klingons in the Kelvinverse, which is so. They were in a deleted scene in Star Trek 09. <laughs> so deleted scene, not in the movie. <laughs> you know, so yeah, it was. It's it's nice to see the other races. Um, you'll probably see this represented a bit in the other options I'm going to pick. But yeah, seeing like the Klingons in there, uh, and just how the you know the, the series had progressed a little bit, and then the the non surprise of obviously Khan. Um, mm. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it, and then like what Starfleet could be if they lost some of their morals with how the admiral went and then you know, see i hate that i hate that. anything to do with section 31 and i just want I nothing to do with it 
I yeah. want so no I'm more bad admirals. I'm so sick yeah. of bad admirals. Oh, and that, yeah. <laughs> it's a terrible cliche, definitely. It oh, is. an evil admiral, my God. What <laughs> yeah. But he was uh, Carol Marcus's dad, so that was a bit of a shock. And, and, <laughs> dude, I mean, I'm not going to pick that particular scene as no. my favourite scene. We'll go with a different one. You know, um, <laughs> even though that's a good scene. Anyway, uh, ooh, favourite scene. I do like the bickering near the start between her and um, Spock. I'm probably going to go with the Sulu one, where he's sitting in the chair. Okay. If you test me, you will fail. Right. That was good. Yeah, mm. it's like nice to see Sulu stepping up there. Uh, yeah. Mm. yeah. That's fair enough. It was it was nice on a very slight spoiler for Star Trek Picard, but it was very nice to learn that in 2401 there's a USS Hikaru Sulu, because mm. respect to the man, he got a ship named after him. So, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, fair enough. I could I could rant for hours about my issues with uh, Into Darkness, but I'll wait until you get out your, the things that you like about it first. <laughs> so, feel, feel free, yeah. Oh, yeah. Again, again, this is sort of middle ground. I enjoy the movie, and uh, yeah. So if you want to go straight, yeah. go on. I know you want to. Oh, I will. I will, but I'll wait until you get your your uh, favorite things out first. So I'll ask your favorite character then. In that case. Um. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> uh, Sulu, because of the, the yeah, for yeah, one scene, the, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Hi, just off that, I don't know. just just reminding um, you, you gave this film three points, but okay. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, it, it's now tying with undiscovered country, so um, yeah. Um, I don't know. I bet Cumberbatch usually plays a good character. He was very. I yeah. don't think he was great in this movie. To be fair, no. was he? To be I, honest. I don't know. I, uh, yeah, he's certainly nothing compared to uh, the original Khan. No, Ricardo Montalban was better, but I think even Cumberbatch is an actor who I've liked in everything. He just seemed constipated to me throughout that movie. He was just constantly like, mm. let me sleep. <laughs> okay, get on with oh. it, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, fair enough. And uh, did I ask you for a favourite? We've got scene, we've got character, favourite line of dialogue. If you test me, you will fail. There you go. Fair enough. Um, just to, because this rarely happens, but just for, to give me a chance to go off because I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I bottled it up. There's so much wrong with that freaking movie, dude. How could you give it three points? <laughs> it starts with a spaceship underwater. What were they thinking? Uh, uh, deal's not important. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> I'd actually forgotten about that entire bit at the start. Yeah, please move on. The the whole point about like breaking the Prime Directive and stuff is a good enough idea, but the ludicrous visual of the Enterprise rising from the water just, it always reminds me of that joke in Futurama when they send the Planet Express ship down and it's like, oh, we're going, we're hitting like 14 atmospheres. How many atmospheres can the ship take? Well, it's a spaceship, so anywhere between zero and one. Like, yes, exactly. <laughs> what I mean? It was a but, great, uh, yeah. great shot, though, as you know, the music's kicking in and it rises up and that, you know. I like, guess that was not bad. Way. That particular part, maybe a little bit before that, was a bit irrelevant. But yeah, nice uh, way. Of on, a, on a similar note, how do you justify the transporter that can beam you from Earth to Kronos? Why does Starfleet have ships ever again if they've got transporters that advanced? Uh, detail's not important. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're not worrying about the fact that we can cure death with the magic blood I, I at the end. I don't either. know what you mean. And yes, detail's <laughs> not important. Let's move on. It's, it's, it's entertainment value. Let's move on. <laughs> Yeah. Disengage brain, I suppose. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I feel the pain of every single one of those three points. Anyway, personally, it's fine. <laughs> Just a personal needle at me, exactly. Oh well. Uh, we'll go to you, DK, then, and uh, hope that you are in my good books a bit better than Stephen, and ask for your number eight. <laughs> uh, well, this is it's. Uh, it's a tie, so I'm going to go with the first one on on the list in, with these two, and it's generations. Right. Okay. So three points for generations, and uh, what made you pick generations in this position? What makes it better than the other five, and uh, why is it not as high as the other seven? I guess it's it's a it's a decent enough film, but it gets very pole faced at times, and mm. that's not always what I look for in a, a Star Trek movie. For a start, I How think. How could you be I mean that movie. <laughs> it has some good moments. Again, it has some good moments. <laughs> but I think uh, both both crews that were represented deserved a little better. It was neither one thing nor the other. There right. were some good moments. And I would have loved to have seen the cut scenes again. I knew you were going to say that. The, the orbital skydiving scene from, from the, the start that they cut with Kirk would have been really cool to see. Yeah, and the, yeah. the Geordie torture scene. Hmm. Yeah, maybe maybe not. I could have lived without that one. Joy, well, you went through. You know, it, it's not something I'm. I was cheering. It's come on, let's see him again. <laughs> but uh, the the whole scene afterwards, with, where Soren comes back and says his heart's just wasn't it, and you're like, that's mm. equipped to nothing now. Mm. I guess. I, sometimes I think you that, can do more with the line though, but and that's one of the ones that's yeah. like, yeah, get the picture and. Again, Jordy had been through so bloody much over the course of that series and everything anyway yeah. that I just felt bad for him at this point. <laughs> that, that, fir that first scene as well, that first scene where they couldn't get uh, DeForest and they couldn't get Leonard, so instead, mm. you know, he ended, he ended, Kurt came on with Chekhov and Scotty and it's almost like you can see the amount of hatred between Jimmy Doohan at that point and Bill Shatner. And I guess, yeah. that that just really get, I mean it's a good scene, the whole, you know, mm. don't tell me Tuesday like scene, thing. Yeah. But, yeah. but uh it it just it, it they don't come across as friendly, even though the, the, the banter is friendly. I you just pick up on certain vibes and that kinda puts me off. And the whole the whole situation with Picard and where he turns up in the shack with uh, Bill Shatner was outside chopping wood. Mm. And uh what I like no. that scene. What's wrong with that? It's it's all right. It's it's just that you know Shatner brings up a an old flame that you've never heard of before. Oh well, yeah, that's that's Kirk though, isn't it? To be fair, I mean, it's, yeah, it's it would have been nice to have, go, oh. it would have been nice <laughs> to have like maybe Carol Marcus, you know, mm, commented I get on. You, yeah, but yeah, that would make a lot of sense. I see. What Although you're I did like the whole, sure. uh, I did like the 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 deadpan Picard. This is not your bedroom. <laughs> yes. Oh, Patrick Stewart's great. But uh, okay. Well, so what was your favourite scene then in Generations? If you had to pick a favourite, uh, I do like the bit on the holodeck at the start on the, uh, on the <laughs> yes. ship where Worf gets his promotion. That is a that's retract, that is a really plank, good not scene. Plank. <laughs> yes, and yay! Oh, wow. <laughs> Minting <laughs> box. She's well trained. <laughs> Nice, nice. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, cool. That's a nice little scene. Getting his promotion to Lieutenant Commander, finally. <laughs> awesome. yeah. um, so what's your favourite character, then, in Generations? Uh, it's got to be Data. Oh, I mean, wow, okay, his, fair enough. He gets his emotion chip, and some of the, the best laugh-out-loud moments are with Data, as in Mr. Tricorder and the whole life forms, scanning for life forms. 
<laughs> oh, the life form song is brilliant, and the the really well used swear word in as well when they when they're crashing and they use the one swear. It's like yes, perfect. Yes, <laughs> and he's a fish pump when the ship finally explodes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh yes, when they finally shot the Klingon ship down. And, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so what's your favourite line of dialogue then? Uh, it's the. Uh... The speech that Kirk gives to Picard, the whole, don't let them promote you, don't let them transfer you, you know, while you're on the bridge of that ship, you can make a difference. Yep, definitely. I would agree, although Picard didn't listen, apparently, but never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Again, one of those things we just have to go with. I'm I'm kind of with Picard on that one, to be fair. I don't think I'd be captaining a starship in my, like, 90s. But, like, you'll say what you want, Kirk, but I'm tired. I'm just going to live in my vineyard at this point. (laughs) It did look a pretty good life in that episode, you've got to be honest. Oh, it looks amazing. Just wait till you see, uh, well, yeah, the, the first episode of Series 2. Just, why Why would you leave? You've got a hot Romulan there all over you. You've got a lovely <laughs> job in a vineyard. Stay where you are, man. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. My number eight movie then, moving us swiftly along. Uh, my number eight is Star Trek Insurrection. Um, I, I, I know this one gets a lot of hate, and I know there were people that probably would think it would be one of the three that wouldn't make it. But for me... Everybody else's problem with it, which I've actually heard the criticism a lot of times, it's just a two-part episode of The Next Generation, to which I say, yes, and? Why is that a bad thing? (laughs) We all love The Next Generation, and it has a lot of great two-parters, but there's no problem with that. I mean, yeah, it's not hugely cinematic, and yes, it has some pretty dodgy sexist jokes and things in there at times, but I think it's got some great action. It's got a fantastic message at the core of it, which is, you know, how many people does it take before it becomes wrong? Um, It has... Some some actually really good like moments of humor like the um, the last thing Data was doing was rehearsing Gilbert and Sullivan so if we sing along with him he'll uh, he'll kind of reboot and that's I mean come on you're an action sequence where they're singing HMS Pinafore while these two spaceships are just spinning around and hitting each other in space and it's like how, how many places can you see that other than Star Trek brilliant it's it's okay <laughs> it's 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 one of my man one of my three that's out of the top ten if I'm being honest oh, simply because I just fair. find it a little a little a little pedestrian. It's not no hit against it, but yeah. Well, you wouldn't be the only one, as I say. We did briefly when I was on the test thing with the, the guys who were hosting this. They said we're not going to give our top ten, but we'll tell you which three won't make it. An insurrection came up a lot, and I was like, oh, see, I like it. I don't think it's, it's kind of the way Stephen sees a lot of these films. It's just it's inoffensive. I could just sit and watch it like an episode of Star Trek. It washes over me, and it's enjoyable, and you don't think too deeply about it at the end of the day. That's but fair enough. It's just you know, it's just good. Um, my favourite scene, I actually like a lot of the scenes from uh, from Insurrection, <laughs> bizarrely enough, but uh, picking a favourite one, that's tough. It would probably be that scene at the start with the mission scout ship and the shuttle and they're singing HMS Pinafore and trying to talk down data. I think it would be that scene. Um, my favourite character in Insurrection would definitely be Picard because uh, it's basically... The whole thing is a reflection of his morality, and it's also about him trying to get laid, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> with the uh, with this super young woman on the planet. But uh, yeah, you know what I mean. It's nice to, to actually give him a decent romance. Probably not coincidental that Patrick Stewart was a producer of the film as well. But uh, I think it was it was good. I actually thought they had chemistry him and uh, Donna Murphy as well, and uh, the plot was pretty good for him. So I would say Picard. Favorite line of dialogue. Um, it's really cheesy, and it's a line of dialogue that I know is the reason why people who have talked about it hate it, but I really love the cheesiness of um, prepare to eject the warp core. I just did. 
It's like, it's action movie cliche, but I just I, I can't help it. It's like, yeah, you did, Jordy. Well done. You know? So I, I'd go with that. And uh, and then I would swiftly move along because everybody's just very silent in a sort of like, how could you possibly pick that? <laughs> kind of so uh, Adrian, what's your number eight film? He said with a very red. Oh, film. let me see. It's Generations. All right. Okay. Yes, new one. Um, I love this movie um, because Guinan, I think Guinan is so great, but if I had to pick my favorite character, it would be Data. Um, I thought it got a little cliche with some of his humor stuff, but um, what uh, my favorite line still, uh, the whole thing is, it is revolting. You know, I, I like that. Say that. Yeah. It is revolting. <laughs> like more, that. please. More. Yes, please. <laughs> I'll take more. <laughs> Down the whole thing. So I liked it. Yes. I think Whoopi Goldberg's amazing. Any mm -hmm. any and every time she plays Guinan, I um, know. he said without wanting to give too many spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, go. yeah, I'm excited about that too. No spoilers. <laughs> yeah, um, she steals yeah. the scenes. Yeah, guest. She yeah. really does. She's so yeah, good. She does. She um, is. Love her. It's a shame she never got more to do after that. Until fingers crossed. Now, <laughs> but there we go. Um, that cameo in Nemesis was unforgivable. Just having to sit there and say nothing. What was the point? Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, so who would be your favorite character in Generations then? It's a tie with Data and Guinan. I mean, I, it's, not a it's not a story without either of them. So I, I'm going to yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's fair I'm enough. Oh, but if I have to pick, it'll be Data. That's all right then. Yeah. Well, Data and Picard are basically the through line of all of the next gen movies, aren't they? So that makes sense. Um, what's your favorite uh, scene in the movie then? I like the bar scene where they're, he's drinking. You know, uh, there's so much heaviness in the movie, but I, sometimes I just need humor. And I like the yeah. part where he's trying the beverage. That's it. Yeah. yeah. It also leads into the really cool sort of tense scene between Picard and Soren when Soren's effectively reading his mind and he's like, Captain, they say time is the fire in which we burn. And Oh, and I know. And Picard's like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. that had he been knew. his exact yeah. line. I know. It would, totally, right now? <laughs> it would totally suit. I don't know why I don't write Star Trek dialogue. <laughs> Exactly. It would have to be said in a posh British accent, though, so it would be more like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> <laughs> when stop I first stop saw, reading my bloody mind. When I first saw the movie, um, I was like, Sauron? Are, is that really? I mean, are we so nerdy that we're bringing a Lord of the Rings, so like we're bringing a Tolkien? <laughs> uh, I, I was like, is it really Sauron? Come on, it can't be Sauron. It's basically Sauron. That's true, I guess. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, um, really takes up on that. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, lastly, favorite line of dialogue then in the movie. Uh, did it, say it is revolting. We did, yes. It is yes, revolting. Okay, yes. It is revolting. <laughs> that's fair enough. Yeah, that's a good pro a good choice. That's uh, that's all right then. Awesome. Uh, well, so we are on to everyone's number seven now then. Uh, so we'll go back to you, Stephen. Number seven, another one you also don't really care for, but why the heck not? <laughs> I, 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 you know, I'm not saying these movies are bad. They're just... <laughs> I, I can sit and enjoy them and watch them. Mostly, there are parts. I, I swear, he like. is a Star Trek fan, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, he really is. <laughs> Haven't watched the latest episodes or anything. You know, I, I, why am I even here? Why am I even here? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm in, definitely with the next pick. Why am I really here? So, Nemesis. Oh, what are you doing? Get out! <laughs> Get out of the stream! Yeah. I knew you'd say that. I, Again, just I was saying you know, before, before with the Klingons, it was nice to see the Romulans. 
featured, not just the Federation as always. It would have and... been nice to see the Romulans instead of whatever those horrible vampire bloody things uh, were. The, well, we'll forget, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, the Reman part is the part of the movie I just don't really like that and just get in the bin. And... It's still bad. Yeah, no. <laughs> but you, you've got amazing spaceship, pew, pew, pew. Uh, you know, that was always good. Um, you've got a cameo from um, Kate Mulgrew, Jamie. Um, and, and here you're asking Picard, does he want to go to uh, Romulus? And he's like, with or without the fleet. So that's mm. not a bad quote. I've actually had to go and Google some quotes here because I can't quote <laughs> as well as you. Can. Well, then you should be ashamed uh, of yourself. I should. And best of luck I, finding I, I a half decent one from Nemesis. <laughs> uh, well, that, that was it. You've just had it. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Character wise, um. As I, you've just mentioned, Ray, a lot of the next-gen ones are just the Picard and oh, Data. Oh, it's Picard and Data, yeah. Hmm. Um, so I'm going to go with the female Romulan officer. Purely because she's played by Dina Mayer? <laughs> no. <laughs> Moving on. Her name's Donatra, if you're curious. <laughs> of course I know the details. I just chose not to mention it. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, yeah, enjoy it. Just the you know, it shows a different side of the Trek universe, really. Yes, the bad one. <laughs> anyway, so your favorite character is Donatra, and your favorite line of dialogue was the one you were able to look up and find. I can't even remember. Yes, what well, it was. Find, you know, the quote, you know, the, the scene from with Jane Way, where he's oh, yeah, 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 hard to you go at Romulus, and he's like, with or without the fleet. I see. Um, and so, yeah, favorite character was the other one that I didn't get to, Donatra. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's my favourite scene, oh, yeah. sorry. As if, as if I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Yeah, it's the Enterprise uh, ramming the scimitar, isn't it, really? <laughs> I, I, I thought it was nice to have a proper stealth you know, ship fight. Not that we'll get to that hmm. later. Okay, fair enough. Uh, you should be ashamed of yourself. That film is terrible. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here and taunt you throughout my entire list. Of that, uh, that, that was also one of the three that didn't make my list because I detest that film and everything it stands for. I'm sorry. Do. I just hate everything about it. I hate the Remans as an idea. I hate the incredibly sexist fallback, oh, we're going to mind rape Troy scene because yes. we, we're yeah. beyond this now, aren't we? I hate the incredible cheesiness. That gives oh, a reason just... for Riker to be angry, uh, uh, you well, know, know but... and, and have that side of of the movie, you know, so it wasn't again just the Picard and Data show. Um, Which it was anyway, but... though. I hate B four. B four is stupid. Oh, it's a terrible idea, as evidenced by the fact that they literally undo the end of that movie three seconds into Picard season one. Oh, it didn't take. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. But it, it <laughs> it's a did. bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I don't, I just, I don't like the dialogue. I think Tom Hardy is terrible in this film. I don't understand how that man has a career after this was his first performance. He was really disappointed in in that movie. Actually, he thought that movie was going to launch his career. Yeah, well, um, so that. he put a lot, of, lot, a lot of effort into trying to be a really good character um, and mirror Patrick Stewart in a way. In certain manners, yeah, probably his problem then in that case because there's a lot of overacting coming through in that. But yeah, mm. I don't like that idea either that um, Patrick Stewart looked like Tom Hardy when he was younger and was inexplicably bald in his twenties. Yeah, <laughs> a, a minor niggle, but still annoying. Well, the, the he did the flashback <laughs> um, well, in the Q episode 
where where he's already in the academy, or is he just oh, he's a young officer at that stage? And he's already he's just getting shipped out after the academy, but he has hair. Yeah. <laughs> I'll point that out. Yeah, in those flashbacks, when it's not actually just like Patrick Stewart as we see him, he does. Yes, oh, uh, yeah. I'm have to go and uh, Google that, and uh, I'll you know I'll, <laughs> I'll let uh, the people in the chat maybe comment upon that as well. I'm chat. not even seeing the chat. Is anybody seeing anything by the way? Have got the comments. I'm not seeing right. anything. Comments ah, on okay. the right hand side. You're did any of you chat. enjoy Into Darkness? Uh, somebody oh, says. Well, yes, somebody did. <laughs> yes. Uh, Generations was. The I, first I will represent the common people. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> in Tapestry, see, Clone yeah. Star podcast agrees. In Tapestry, it shows him when he was younger with hair. See? So anyway, um... ignoring Clone Star. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Who are hosting this whole thing, by the way? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they also say the charity link should appear in the description, hopefully. So hopefully it is, yeah. Um, Insurrection gets demoted two places for Beardless Riker. <laughs> that is true. That well, is true. Yeah. <laughs> <Fair dues. laughs> okay. Um, so what was that? That was your number seven, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and that was, uh, actual movies I, I have an opinion about. You know, we we yes, we'll actually get into six films you apparently like at this point, then I guess. <laughs> so uh DK, what was your number seven film? I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this one, but you've got to bear in mind I'm a child of uh, the original series. The next one's mm-hmm. first contact. Oh Clone Star, can we kick him out with the stream? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I like it. I just like some of the other movies more. Oh, that's going to throw off my numbers. Six of them as well, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, dear me. <laughs> Considering and, and... gone and banned this year. <laughs> okay, well, so um, obviously the reason would be that you're more of an original series fan, which I guess I can respect, but uh, is that the only reason why First Contact doesn't make it higher than seven? It feels a little... It When I first watched it, it felt a little insular to me. Like, it's very all takes place in such a small cosmos. The entire Borg battle at the start, they rescue one ship. Oh, it just happens to be the Defiant because, you know, obviously Worf's on it. I like it. It just, it felt like it took place in too small a universe to me. I would say the opposite. I thought it expanded the universe quite no. well. With, uh, once it gets, once they go back, once they go back, I absolutely adore it. But at the time... I can remember seeing it in the cinema and being a little disappointed at first. And that, that kind of feeling just always stuck with me. But again, like I say, maybe it's just because I'm a child of the original series. Okay. So you preferred it, the Battle of Wolf 359 when you just didn't see it at all? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It wasn't that. It was just, it was just I don't know. There was just something about it. it. It looked great, but it just felt very enclosed to me. And I, I didn't... I've never been a huge fan of the... I think we discussed this at one point in one of the uh, Hit or Miss podcasts. I've never been a huge fan of the Borg Queen as a character. Well, yeah, that's that's a controversial thing one way or the other, I guess, yeah. But... Yeah, the Borg, to me, have always been more threatening as a collective. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think that's fair, yeah. Um, but if you had to pick a favourite character from First Contact, then? Because it is your number seven, so it did get four points. So what would it Oh, be? It's, it's, it's definitely Picard in this. Picard comes into his own, really, in this one. He was, he was kind of just left there in generations previously. But in this, you know, he's front and centre. He gets most of the character development and he turns into a proper, you know, and again, harking back to a previous podcast, he turns into pretty much the space John McClane. Yeah, yeah he does as well. It's true, absolutely. I was just going to say Picard McLean. 
Um, yeah, the line must be drawn here, etc. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what was your favorite line of dialogue from First Contact? You just said it. Uh, that, oh, okay. That entire, yeah, that entire <laughs> that whole, that whole that, scene. That, yeah. <laughs> that little that that scene is just so powerful. Hmm. I think if uh, if the Academy Awards weren't biased against sci-fi, that was some Oscar-winning stuff in that scene. Personally, I've always said that. I think him and uh, Alfred Woodard in that scene are great. So, yeah. would that be your favorite scene from First Contact? <laughs> That would be my favourite scene from First Contact, definitely. Although I, I do have to give little bonus points. It's not a scene as such, but the just the, the look on Jonathan Frakes's face when Troy falls down drunk. Oh, Troy drunk every is so time it just <laughs> cracks me up. Yes, oh, awesome, awesome. Uh, well, I'll, I will have some rebuttals to that, but uh, suffice to say they'll probably come up later. Uh, <laughs> First well. Contact will probably feature somewhere <laughs> higher up on some of our lists, I would hope. Uh, so I'll give you my number seven, uh, and again we've talked about it at length. But my number seven was Star Trek Generations, for much the same reasons as Insurrection is my number eight. It just seems like an episode of Star Trek, and I can put it on, and it's inoffensive and it's fun, and there's cool moments. There's some good humor that I like, some decent action scenes, uh, some pretty good memorable dialogue, and at the end of the day, yes, it doesn't you know it doesn't set the world on fire, but it's just enjoyable, pleasant you know, Star Trek. <laughs> so that's what else can I really say except uh, except that. My favourite character in Generations, I, I would go Picard um, because for whatever reason, I just relate to his whole kind of um, coming to terms with his own mortality throughout that movie. Um, it's a message that seems to resonate every time Picard appears ever since then, but I think it's probably the most powerful in Generations. And yeah, I like his through line doing that. And then the fact that, as you say, it does culminate in kind of, you are important. You can be a hero because he's talking Kirk into it again. So that's pretty cool. Um, favorite scene in Generations? <sighs> Let's think. It would probably be, this is going to be really sound sadistic, but it's probably the crash of the Enterprise T. Just because it was kind of cool to see a, a, a realistic looking sort of Starship crash special effect. And I thought it looked really good. Yeah, I was going to say on the big screen, but I didn't see it on the big screen. It just looked good on whatever video cassette I was watching. Um, so I'll probably go with that. A whole fight actually ending in that. Uh, and my favorite line of dialogue is the exchange at the very end between Riker and Picard, where, where Picard says, you know, I'd rather believe time's like a companion that goes with us on the journey, reminds us to cherish every moment because they'll never come again. Uh, after all, we're only mortal, to which Riker responds, speak for yourself, sir, I plan to live forever. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's cool. Uh, we'll move on to you then because uh, I'm trying to keep time flowing a bit better. So, Adrienne, what's your number seven film? Oh, all? my number seven is A Search for Spock. Ooh, okay. Uh, I like this movie. It's it's. Um, I'm a child of the original series too, and I just I like to have this in my in my um, top ten somewhere. But it's not my favorite, but still, I just love that movie. That's fair enough. So you probably Vulcan just like stuff. a lot of your top seven. I think you're probably then in that case more yeah. than Stephen does his anyway. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, so who's your favorite uh, favorite character then from Search for Spock? Oh, <laughs> and yeah. is his name in the title? <laughs> He's a bad guy. Ah, yeah, Logan brown Klingon. Yeah. <laughs> Great Scott Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> I love all the Vulcan the stuff in there. I love all the Vulcan stuff too. Like they, how they have a, a Klingon ship on a Vulcan planet. You know, I just love all of that. That's cool. Um, so, what's your favorite scene in Search for Spock? I think I can potentially guess, but we'll find out. Um, I I like when um, they're. Um, well, I, I don't like all the stuff when he's um, aging on the planet, but um, mm. I like how like they're fighting over him at the end. 
So the fight with Kirk and Cruz yeah, at the end. Maybe. Yeah, they're fighting. That wasn't the scene I would have thought, but okay. But um, I just like so... I I like the idea they're fighting over him because you know that that's why okay. Kirk stole the ship to get there to begin with. You know, he loves it. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, and so, what's the the favorite line of dialogue from Search for Spock? I have been and shall ever be your friend. <laughs> yes, fair enough. I mean, that's that's more so from Wrath of God, but I'll give it to you. Yeah. I guess <laughs> that's fair enough. Awesome. Um, oh, well, that's that's okay. As I say, uh, number seven is is not a shameful position. Um, it is if you put Nemesis in there, but you know, some people are fools. <laughs> Speaking of which, what's your number six movie, Stephen, for five points? Oh, Voyage Home. Spread very carefully, by the way. <laughs> Indeed, Voyage Home. I've went with. Um, Ooh, some people are not going to be happy. That's quite so low, but okay. I am not here to keep people happy, and especially not you, apparently. So far. <laughs> <Don't say. laughs> yeah, no, enjoy it. Um, yeah, you know, blast the past and all that. Um, yeah, good. I, I enjoy it. And there's just others okay. I enjoy more. Um, yeah, like this the scene um, on the bus where you've yeah, got the, yeah, yeah. the the guy and he's just like, "Well, an epic, right? You're gone, move on." Um, <laughs> you know, there's, there's there's lots of different scenes in there that are good, and that's just you, even just getting past the wheel bit. Mm. Frown Huff's in the chat is not happy with you. <laughs> oh well, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. You can uh, have okay, your well, so... I don't hear your list here. You know, get away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, calm down. Don't attack the audience. It's a charity stream for crying out. <laughs> okay. uh, so your favorite I'll scene change my the... opinion if you donate more. <laughs> You're going to change your opinion anyway, son, when you see me next. But, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we're pushing for time, so let's uh, go. Yeah. Go what's your favorite? Um, your favorite sort of character scene? Well, your favorite scene is the, the bus scene. So favorite character and line of dialogue. Yeah. What is it? Um, line of dialogue will be the wheel song. There you go. There you okay. go. Wheel song. <laughs> I knew what he said. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever he said. Yeah, because we all understood exactly what he said there. Um, Where Jordy's, we speak wheel. They're all just going, how we? Why I? <laughs> <laughs> Very oh, regional yeah. joke for people there. But never mind. <laughs> I am so sorry. I don't know. It's it's eleven oh nine. PM. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm tired. Moving swiftly on. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Please, yes. Um, so, dialogue, character. Character. Yes, that was the one. Favorite character. Um, Spock was quite cool in that. Thank you. Yeah. I was waiting for you to say the two whales. <laughs> I, was just gonna... I was tempted. I was quite tempted <laughs> to say, um, oh, what's Gracie? What's the other whale called? George. George. George, George, George Gracie. Gracie. Yeah, of course. After the oh, comedians, yeah. But no, I thought uh, that yeah. was quite cool in that. Yeah. Oh well. Those they weren't as cool as the dolphins on their lower decks, but you know. <laughs> that's true, yeah. The dolphins. Yeah. Uh awesome. Well I'll move us on then to number what is this? Number six DK. What is it on your list for five points? It's uh Star Trek 2009. Oh nine, okay. Uh, and why would you have it as your number six? What's your favorite scene, character, and line of dialogue? The Oops. the reason it's uh, number six, again, it's one of the ones I saw in the cinema wasn't really keen at first it's grown on me immeasurably since then so it's one of those that whenever it's on tv i will always sit down and watch it uh i think it's it does capture the spirit quite well of the original mm -hmm. cast uh favorite scene it still has to be the one with uh nimoy back as spark where he's talking to uh to chris pine in the cavern 
Right. The, Could have uh, lived without the creature thing, but okay. <laughs> well, yeah, it, 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 it did seem a little Phantom Menace, that one. That, yeah, that, it was very Star monsters. Wars, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, the, the discussion between Pine and Nimoy, mm. I love that. It always gets me emotional. I've, uh, the, uh, I've just remembered as well, because I've already picked 09, I've completely forgotten what my actual favourite line of dialogue is, because I picked something deep and profound, when in actual fact what I should have picked was, you're from the future, do they still have sandwiches there? <laughs> always forget, and yet it's one of the funniest lines, I think, in any of the movies. <laughs> That's My favourite line is from Scotty as well, just after you have all that tension on the bridge, he says, I like this ship, it's exciting. <laughs> Fair enough, and uh, so character... Would be Spock. yeah, no, no, no. Character in this one is is Carl Urban as Bones. I think Carl Urban oh, has yes. really good uh, good Bones in this. Yes, it's he's pitch perfect. We he deserves more love. Yes, we all yeah. should have shouted him out because yes, he is the closest to that actual original series character, and it's just unbelievable. He, he's inhabiting that character in a way that nobody else quite does. I think so. Completely agree with you on that one. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Uh, right, just um getting distracted by the chat but uh so what is this then people's number six my number six for five points was star trek beyond uh because i actually really like star trek beyond it's my favorite of the kelvin timeline films because it was the first one that did something original in my opinion the first one's just setting up everything to become more like tos and it has spock in and everything into darkness is just wrath of khan redo um but beyond i liked the plot i liked that it was challenging starfleet's core ideas um and I liked that it had a decent cast, as you say. Um, Idris Elba was good. Sophia Boutella was good. There was some good action. There was some pretty dodgy motorbike action as well. But um, all around, I liked it. I thought my favourite character in Beyond was... That's a tough one. <laughs> I probably would say Jayla as well. Um, although I do like the actual, sort of the main Enterprise crew. But Jayla was just cool. <laughs> uh, my favourite scene would be um, when the Franklin is actually taken off from orbit. When you think, it, again, it's cliche as all heck, and I'd fall for it every time, but when it sort of falls from the cliff, and you're like, oh, no, what's going to happen? James Bond's going to die. <laughs> and then the ship just uh, kind of rises up and flies off into space. So that would be my favourite scene. And my favourite line of dialogue, as I mentioned, would just be uh, when McCoy gets, uh, Spock gets beamed away, and McCoy just looks into the air and goes, ah, oh, figures. So, yes, I like yeah. Beyond. I, I, would, I would stick up for it all the time. I think it's a very good movie. And somewhat underrated, um, but there we go. <laughs> uh, Adrienne, what is your number six movie for five points? My number six, can you guys hear me? Sorry. My number yeah. six yeah. is the motion picture. Oh, wow, um, quite high. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, um, I, I love uh, I, Leah and Decker's relationship. I think it's really great. Um, and of course, I saw this in the theater. Okay. Well, they are very much the proto Riker and Troy, to be fair, aren't they? You know, so uh, yeah, fair enough. And favorite terms mm -hmm. um, of scene, character, and, and line from the motion picture? Oh, that's where she says, she says Decker, and like, you know, but she's also so cold. This part, so, you know, <laughs> look at why, why did you have all the cool toys? Why did Viger put her in this? You know, you have to recreate things, the right? scene now just using action <laughs> figures. I know, I do that. You should like um they're discussing like uniforms you know she's like i have a pair of pants you can borrow um i don't think i'm allowed to wear pants like <laughs> this unit is not allowed to wear pants Vija yes. has no sense of modesty <laughs> <laughs> yes okay fair enough i noticed nobody's giving you grief for having the motion picture on your list like i got but whatever I know. 
But uh, yeah, cool. That's fair enough. And you, uh, so, like, your favorite character would be Ilya, I guess. Yes, probably, my yeah. favorite, absolutely. Uh, your okay. favorite scene. I'm um, your favorite when scene has to just be the. Oh, okay, fair enough. Well, yeah. it was, I'm just going to pretend it was the Enterprise flyby so that I can feel justified. <laughs> Why no, was it a half it. hour looking at the new Enterprise? Because oh, it looked wait. amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> Again, yes, beautiful. <laughs> why wouldn't you? It was so good they repeated it half the length in the Wrath of Khan. But why not? Know. You know. Um, and so, yeah, favorite line of dialogue then. <laughs> that was Decker. Yeah, Decker. Saying. Yeah. Decker unit. Ah, oh, fair enough. <laughs> um, awesome. Awesome. Um, so then, number five on everyone's list, uh, which will be getting, let's see, six points. Yep. So your number five for six points, Stephen, please. Generations. Generations, yeah. okay. Or if uh, you reasons... covered, I think, plenty. Um, well, yeah, the first one from the, the Generation cast, really. Uh, really enjoyable movie. Got some Klingons in there. Classic enemy. Mm. Um, yeah, really enjoyed it. They had Guinan in there. Probably my favourite character there. Obviously, Whitby Goldberg was always good in there. Um, I think the, the Time is Like Predator quote that's already been mentioned is a great line um mm. and then yeah the ship crashing not i mean you mentioned the effects there but the fact that you you've crashed your starship a bit like um this was the end of um rafikan was it rafikan mm. um not rafikan no um search for spock. Search for spock, where they destroy the ship and it's like where can you go from there you've destroyed the ship and Star Trek I mean, is as much about the crew as the Enterprise itself. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, doing that at the end of your movie was... They don't destroy the ship themselves, though. They don't auto-destruct it in Generations. They get it blown up by the Klingons. <laughs> I mean, I'll, kind of I'll, I'll, I'll refrain from sexist comments. That's fine. Let's move on. Uh, yes, we all we all know the joke. I'm not even going to justify it. Exactly. That's fair enough. So, uh, just yeah, quickly then, character... A lot. Yeah, character dialogue and uh, the, yeah, the scene, the ship crashing. There's other bits okay. throughout the movie. It's just really good, really good movie. Enjoyed it. One of the first ones I think I saw in general. Um, mm. Not the first one I think I did see actually. Uh, my my number one choice I think is the first Star Trek movie I've seen. Certainly, it, it has most impact. Okay, which is why it's my number one choice. But anyway, we'll get to yeah. that in you know a few more. We will, we will. Um, that's fair enough. So, I mean, that's worth six points for generations, though, which is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so, DK, you're number five for six points. Uh, search for Spock. Search for Spock for six points. Uh, and why? Yeah. What, what do you like for, from that movie? It's It gets a lot of hate, and I think it gets a lot of hate unfairly. I think it's a good old-fashioned little romp. Yeah, that's fair enough. I would probably say the same thing. So um, do you have your favourite kind of line of dialogue and uh, scenes and uh, characters in that one? The favourite scene is the, uh, you know, sir, someone stealing the Enterprise. Love that bit. Mm, mm, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's, and then the Excelsior trying to chase them and uh, and not yeah. doing so. <laughs> okay. Even now, even um, now when they're trying to get the space dock doors open, it's still I'm still holding my breath every time I watch no. it. <laughs> Mm. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, uh, all right. Favorite uh, line: so do you... the whole bit at the end that uh, my father says, "You've been my friend." 
you came back for mm. me and that whole little where they repeat what they went through in Wrath of Khan. But it's it's so emotional when it when it you know when they're trying to recover his memory. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's very 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 good. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, yeah, mods. If we could get somebody into the chat, we have some. Uh, not particularly great people in here, just to shout it out. I don't know if you're around um, Clone Star, but I think some people are taking advantage of our goodwill, shall we say. Um, okay. Uh, so, yeah, Search for Spock, I think, is uh, is very underrated, just to move it back to the actual subject at hand. Yeah. Um, it gets a lot of unnecessary hate, because I think a lot of people said that whole thing about, you know, even-numbered Star Treks are good and odd-numbered are bad, which I never agreed with when it came to uh, Search for Spock. Um, I think it's so, yeah, I'm with because it's, it goes between two such strong episodes that it kind of just gets mm. a little bit overlooked. Mm -hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, okay, fair enough. So you prefer you, your favourite scene would be, you know, trying to escape the uh, the Excelsior stealing the Enterprise, the ten tension of, uh, will the door open in time? You know, again, cliche, but what the heck, if it works, it works, doesn't it? it? So, yeah, exactly. Um, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so do you have a favourite character and line of dialogue quickly then? I do like the, uh, the, the bones, bones in this one, again. And Kirk, how many fingers yeah, am I he's holding got up? Spock in That's his not mind. very damn funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, in the bar as well. Yeah, that cool scene. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, okay, so that's that's probably one of your lines of dialogue. Anything by Bones, really, as well. So. Definitely. Cool. 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 Um, so my number five is uh, Star Trek for the Voyage Home. Uh, perhaps controversially, I, I do like it. Obviously, number five is not a bad position, but for me, it's just not necessarily action-packed enough for me in the way that Star Trek is. I love that it has no violence and that Leonard Nimoy is proud of that, and that's fair enough. I love the humour in it. I think it's brilliant. Um, and, you know, it, it, everything that people like about the film, I do like, but for me, it is just a little bit... Like, I go into a Star Trek film to see starships and sci-fi, not people ro roaming around 1986 aquariums. <laughs> it's a little bit kind of, okay, maybe we could have paced it a bit better. But um, having said that, I do love... My favourite line is... Um, Hello, computer. <laughs> Keyboard, how quaint. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty being kind of out of time and everything. Um, my favourite character in Voyage Home is Spock, just because he's coming back to terms. Scotty, there he is. <laughs> uh, Spock coming back to terms with his humanity and just of the whole, everything from the whole, um, I don't understand, the computer's asking me how I feel, to, um, you know, everything and uh, tr trying to hide who he is with a headband in 1986 and uh, nerve-pinching the punk dude <laughs> and everything. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah, favourite scene, therefore, in the Voyage Home. Well, it's got to be the, the whale rescue at the very end and then the, the Bird of Prey's epic sort of swooping under the Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, and, yeah, it just looks amazing and it's cool. That's, that's using your time period well, I think. So that's what I would go with for that. Yes, I agree with you, Fraunhofs. Voyage Home's lovely and fun. It is. <laughs> Search for Spock. Uh, Alexa, Irene mentions the line, I, and if my grandmother had wheels, she'd be a wagon. Scotty talking about the Excelsior and its trans warp. <laughs> yes, there's some, a lot of good lines, isn't there? Um, that's fair enough. So, <laughs> my, my, my home assistant just went off because I said your first name, Alexandra Irene, shall we say? Um, okay, <laughs> that's fair enough. Uh, so, did we, so where are to? Yeah, I'm all over the place here. Yes, my number five was the Voyage Home. So your number five, Adrienne, for six points. My number five is a huge surprise. It's the Voyage Home. Um, <laughs> I Fair love enough. it because of all the humor. And, of course, I messed up my notes earlier because you should see these. It's really so crazy. I'll show you guys my notes. Um, I love how <laughs> I they the started humor. out on Vulcan with a Klingon ship. I just thought that was great. I loved all the humor and um, all the... Uh, 
stuff about using hell and stuff like that. Like uh, my favorite line would be, "Oh, the hell I am," you know, all those. Oh yes, because he's. Right. It might be time for some. Um, the hell I am. Colorful yeah. metaphors, yeah. Yeah, yeah colorful yeah. metaphors, right? Yes. And I, You're not exactly yeah. catching this at our best. That much is right. certain. My favorite character <laughs> for sure in in this one is Spock. Favorite line: "The hell I yes. am." Yes. <laughs> um, one of my other favorite lines has been mentioned by David Tucker in the chat, and I'd be remiss if I didn't say it is fantastic with um, Jillian just saying to him, oh, so you're from outer space, and Kirk's reply, no, I'm from Iowa, you only work in outer space. <laughs> yes, brilliant line. And uh, for that matter, again, it's cheesy, but just the line, everybody remember where we parked when they cloak the bird of prey and walk out. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's fair enough. So number four on everyone's list then. Um, Stephen, we'll start with you. What's your number four for seven points? Number four. Remember, I'm your friend. <laughs> that's, that's to be decided. That's always a good start. Wrath of Khan. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, <sighs> chat, how are we liking that being in the fourth place? <laughs> I'll just leave that with you. Uh, yeah. why, why fourth place, Stephen? Then? <laughs> well, it's great. It's a good movie. Hmm? I've just like others more. Uh, yeah, okay. good movie. Um, definitely the most quotable. I, everyone knows the one particular quote from that movie. Um, yes, of course. Yeah, absolutely. I, my quote though would be, um, "I don't believe in no win scenario." Yeah, I never believed in the no win scenario. Yeah, yes, absolutely. He, you know, he throws that in quite a few times, and um, <laughs> obviously, favorite character would be Khan himself. Um, all the scenes with Carney and are really great, so you know, good. the various stuff where he's talking yeah. to his crew and you know, he's going to chase Kirk and all that. It's really good. So good. Really good. Yeah. It's a great movie. You made me put them in a, you know, an order, so that's unfortunate. Yeah. Well, there's, there's a bit of a debate going on in chat. Some people are, as I suspected, seeing four seems kind of low. Some are seeing top four is close to favourites, which yeah. I would agree with, but not with Stephen, yeah. who only apparently likes six of the movies. So, you know, <laughs> you know, well, look, people have, people have yeah. like to ban him from the chat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, my top three are each of a different part. You know, mm. part of Trek. And that isn't sure, yeah. my favorite original series movie. Okay. Um. So, what was the the one scene that you liked then out of uh, out of those? Because that's the only <sighs> thing we haven't really had. I've been sitting here thinking of one, and there's so many, dude. Yeah, there's a, so many great scenes. Again, all all the ones of Khan in. Um. Oh, one I just dropped it in my head. The the uh, the bit where they put the codes in, and, and just drop the shields. It's mm. only part of the time. It's yeah. it's really been used since. Every other time they seem to conveniently forget they can do that to Federation. Yes, I'm sending it. I'm sending it now, Khan, and he uses the command codes or whatever to drop yeah. the shields, and you see the little exactly, dots. Yeah. Like, that was that was quite cool. You know how the, how they would get past that and, and do that. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll throw that in. Okay, and, uh, cool. Yeah, before um, I get a kick from the chat, we'll move on. That's fair enough. Um, there's somebody who's going to get even more hit. I've never seen Star Trek, uh, another great podcast. I uh, want to talk controversial takes. Five is my second favorite original series movie and better than two. Final Frontier, Whoa. better than Wrath of God. Get out. Oh, my God. <laughs> You've clearly God, never God. seen Star Trek. Blasphemer. <laughs> Do not blaspheme. <laughs> fair enough. Um, we're <laughs> running short on, uh, we're just about within half an hour of ending. So just quickly, then uh, I'll try and whiz through the next few. Your number four, DK, for seven points. Uh, that would be the motion picture. The motion. Oh, that's high. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I thought I thought Adrienne was going to be the highest for that, but okay. 
Um, what what do you love about the motion picture after we completely ripped into it? <laughs> I wasn't crying at all. Uh, I could just I could just sit and watch it all. I day. defended it for what it's worth. It was Steve. You are going to watch it all day. That's the problem. It, <laughs> oh, but, but that's it. I, I I could just do that. It's it's like uh, Mike said about insurrection. It's just Star Trek to me. It's pleasant. It's relaxing. Apart from the transport scene, I can just put it yeah. on and just it washes over me. Fair enough. I think it depends I... when you grew up and what your track is, maybe. But uh, yeah. So, um, favorite character, scene, and line quickly. Then, uh, favorite character, it's got to be Spock. Favorite scene, it's Same either way. the Enterprise flyby, so beautiful, or Same as me again, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The the scene in the lounge where Kirk keeps trying to get Spock to sit down. Mm. And uh, yeah, because I didn't see it earlier, special shout out to uh, Dr. McCoy's fantastic 70s disco chest hair and medallion when he beams back. <laughs> it's the 2270s, not the 1970s. And yet he yeah. just comes in looking looking like he's just strolled straight out of Studio 54. <laughs> ah, you drafted me back here. Now I'm going to have to shave my chest. <laughs> Fully Austin powers of him. But uh, okay, <laughs> that's fair enough. Uh, so my number four is uh, Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. For all the reasons that I already mentioned, you're just showing off all your figures, Adrian. <laughs> no idea. But yeah, um, as I said, the reasons I love Search for Spock are everything I mentioned. I think it's well overhated and underrated. I think Christopher Lloyd is great as the villain. Um, I think it's a fantastic plot. I love the the kind of crew all coming together just to be a skeleton crew and steal the Enterprise and the, the kind of humor of um, the Excelsior. I've mentioned it on my podcast, and I can't remember who I was with. It's probably going to be one of you two, <laughs> but I think um, it doesn't get enough credit for introducing some fantastic ships into the Star Trek universe. Because without Search yeah. for Spock, you haven't got the Oberth class, the Excelsior class, or the Klingon Bird of Prey, um, all of which are just great. The Merchantmen, of course, that's the other one. My uh, my other favorite model. Uh, these kind of uh, yeah cargo ships. So it doesn't get enough credit just on a visual. What's the word I'm looking for? Like um, set decoration, I guess, level and everything. Um, but for me, the, the ultimate powerful kind of scene and moment um, and, and scene and line of dialogue, sorry, is uh, one of the only times that Shatner has actually been a good actor and almost made me cry, um, which is when uh, just Savick just coldly says, Admiral David is dead and he can't even sit back on his chair and he just collapses and just goes, you cling on bastard, you killed my son. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, yeah. I, I'm in, I'm even just talking it back yeah. and thinking about it, I'm almost in floods of tears and I'm like, oh, that is powerful stuff. Um, so that's my favourite line of dialogue um, for certain. Uh, my favourite scene is uh, similar to that. It's when Kirk has set the auto-destruct and the Klingons are sort of, nobody is here. The only thing that's talking is the computer. Uh, what's it saying? Four, three, get out of there! Yeah. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> get out of there! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. But uh, similarly, on, a, on a, a sort of close second in the dialogue, I do love the scene of... Um, Kirk saying, my God, Bones, what have I done? And uh, mm -hmm. Bones' response, what you had to do, what you always do, you've turned death into a fighting chance to live. So absolutely love that. And so uh, what did we say then? So that's dialogue, that's scene. My favourite character in The Search for Spock is Kirk, um, because I think it is more, with Spock, kind of, it's all about the search for him. And it is kind of what Kirk's loyalty to him, what how much of a level it will push him to. Uh, and ultimately, you know, it, it costs him even his own son. He, he paid the ultimate price. As he says, I think in either this movie or uh, Voyage Home. So, yeah, I think uh, Search for Spock is Kirk's movie for me. Um, awesome. Uh, so, what is your number four movie then, uh, Adrian? My number four is Undiscovered Country. 
I just love okay. that movie. It's so good. I've watched it a million times. I know the dialogue. Um, my favorite character is Chang. I, I was just going to say, I bet you have a General Chang figure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but there's dialogue. He's great. Um, I love all the Kittimer scenes and um, uh, the torpedo lock and load, I think is uh, great with um, McCoy. That's my, I'd say yeah. that's my favorite scene, yeah. And you're, you're a fan of sex in the starship, Kim Cattrall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, she's a... I, I loved her. I think she played a great character. I love that whole storyline about how she's a big cheater and, you know, mm. they have the different sides of it and everything and with the two guys and, and finding the boots and everything. I, I love that story. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, okay, that's fair enough. So uh, favorite sort of scene, line of dialogue and character then from Undiscovered Country, quickly. <laughs> okay, so Chang... Uh, the lock and load, and um, I love the Kittimer, Kittimer scenes. Chang's my favorite character. Okay. Uh, favorite line? Did you have one? Or? Mm, isn't there? Um, lock and load. Okay, fair enough. Okay. I, I was expecting you to go with Cry Havoc and Let's Slip the Dog. Well, I thought I would, but then I have to start quoting more Shakespeare. But I, that I, that would probably be my favorite, but that gets us a tie. So you know me too well. That's fair enough. Awesome. Um, okay, so we are back to you, Stephen, for your number three. We're getting into our top threes now. So what's your number three movie? Star Trek. Or nine? Yeah. Yeah. I'm Get out. Play it. I'll say it. I, Get I out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here to be your friend. I'm here to give my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I have yeah. never been more no. disappointed in you. <laughs> oh, believe me, there's still time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. <sighs> Sorry, we'll be here now. My last two, I'm, I'm, I'm confident. On my last two, it's fine. Um, um, but yeah, no, it, it you know relaunched it for a, a new age. You, you know, mm -hmm. generations had had its moments, but it, it brought Star Trek up up to speed. And yeah, there was plenty of things wrong with it, lens flare, all bunch of stuff. But yeah, I, I enjoy it. It's fun. It yeah, as it, it brought Star Trek to. Yeah. A whole new generation of people. Um, There's things to it, like in there, but I think third best is still very generous, to be honest. But uh, yeah, that, anyway, that, that's fine. You, you know, we've got the motion picture just, just, just running behind me. You know, someone, someone who were, were nameless picked motion picture just recently. <laughs> just you know, at that you know, not not I the highlight that. I, 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 didn't actually, I didn't quite have it above 09 in my list. I'm sorry, it was just below, but whatever. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, the Star character... Trek didn't feel like Star Trek, but anyway. Anyway, for character, uh, Pike. Says the man who picked Star Trek 09 that sounds like a Star Wars movie. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Tight and true. Um, yeah, so Pike, Pike was your favorite I character. Pike, I thought Pike was great, yeah, throughout. Um, and yet, the, the dare you to do better line he comes out with. It is a great um, line, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that the full power by Bones when he gets on the shuttle, and you know, he's oh, of course, yes, that, yes, that, yes. That, that, that scene itself is is pretty but good. I have to say that I I detest the uh, the scene that's almost worthy of ah, oh, your Han on your own, your Han solo is the whole. Oh, my uh, wife got the whole planet, all I got left is my dang bones. We didn't need an explanation for that, that. it's that so is, cheesy. <laughs> that is true, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was quote character scene. I'm actually gonna go with the opening sequence. Hmm. Apart from the design of the Kelvin, it's a fantastic seat. I'll give yeah, you that. For it, sure. it, it just sets that this isn't the Star Trek you know. But it, it, does. Still it does make me question Star why Trek. Thor didn't do a better job of saving all those people. But didn't have his hammer. 
Done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He had his hair cut, so, you know, he was the god of thunder. Short hair, uh, no hammer. That's that's the, yeah. the weaknesses, isn't it? This is it, <laughs> yeah. Um, got his beard for himself. But, yeah, we're running yeah. out of time, so we'll... we'll we are. So we'll what, what's that. your number three in that case, then, DK? That would be uh, Voyage Home. Voyage Home, uh, and reasons why that is, and then your favourite um, scene, character, and line. It's just a fun movie, especially after the last couple. I think they needed it. It was like a pressure release. Uh, favourite scene, the whole, do you guys like Italian? Loved that little uh, back and <laughs> forth. She's good. Uh, is uh, what's her name again? The, the, the lady who plays Jillian. I forget the actresses. Oh, anyway, I can't, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the favorite line. It's it's not so much a line. It's one word, but it's the way it delivered. Where Bones goes, joy. When he's mm. told that he's got to go on the mission with uh, Scotty and Sulu. <laughs> so I can't believe nobody picked a nuclear vessels as their favorite line. From <laughs> it's just, yeah, that always gets brought <laughs> and. Uh, Favourite character, Spock. It is. It's Spock's movie, really, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think you're right, actually. Just uh, just quickly, I think that is a good point. I think in isolation, Voyage Home is perhaps not as good as it is as the third part of that trilogy, when by that point you need that levity and you've had all those space battles and the kind of big stakes. And so, yeah, as the third yeah. part of that trilogy, perhaps it works a little bit better. I would, I would say that's fair. Awesome. Um, my number three choice, uh, again, we've just talked about it, but my number three is uh, The Undiscovered Country, Star Trek Six. Um, because I love this movie. I don't know why. I, I like that uh, we're sort of moving towards the next-gen era, which is my particular favourite Trek era, so making peace with the Klingons and everything brings us into there. We've had a little Wharf cameo. Um, I, I just think it's well-written, and it's it's kind of very good dialogue. It's some cool battle scenes, and uh, I like that it shows the, the complications. It's not just a matter of the Klingons are weak because their moon's been destroyed, so now they'll join us. They're still actual factions in there that's like not going to have this and there's factions on our side as well so there's a bit of a, a shade of gray there um my favorite character in that movie is probably gorkon uh, perhaps controversially just because I, I love that he's kind of the one klingon that's really really trying hard for peace and even when he gets killed his last lines are just don't let it end this way kirk which is mm -hmm. very profound um, yeah, very honorable but, character like that. Yeah. yeah definitely and it's just a great actor who i have met david warner good chap <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh favorite scene is the scene at the end when they finally found a way to see through the ship that can fire when cloaked and the enterprise and excelsior just both fire from either side of it and just completely obliterate it because it's one of those satisfying punch the air type moments of yeah take that chang <laughs> uh and favorite let's see line of dialogue my favourite line of dialogue is just any time that Chang's quoting Shakespeare, but uh, especially, I think, yeah, cry havoc and let slip the dogs of war, um, or to a lesser extent, be honest, Captain, you prefer it this way, one warrior to another. Um, yeah, fair enough. Uh, so you're number three then, Adrienne, and uh, some reasons why, and you know the drill. <laughs> okay, my number three is uh, Star Trek 2009. Uh, my favourite character is... Um, you're uh, killing me, Bond. you guys. <laughs> because I know I'm so not going to say that she left me only my bones is my favorite line because I don't get trouble. <laughs> fair um, fair <laughs> I love um, the uh, Pine, uh, like he's the, like was said earlier, the um, Leonard Nimoy and Chris Pine in the cave. I just think it was a magical Star Trek moment forever. I could watch that scene over and over. I just loved it. Awesome. Um, also credit to, to Pine, I think he does, as much as we were giving Carl Urban credit and he is the best, I think the way that Pine channels 
a Kirk-esque Shatner quality when he's like just chewing on the apple during the Kobayashi Maru scenario. Like, yeah, we're not worried. Just, just save them. You know, just, people were born. <laughs> he's just so casually not giving the crap, and uh, I love it. I love it. Um, so, did you have any other last thoughts on that one before I move on? I like my favorite line was um, before she, he says, oh, "I got left of my bones." I love how he rattled off everything that can happen to you. Your eyeballs will be bleeding, yeah. you know, and all that stuff. I thought that was great. Spaces, That's disease, it. and death wrapped in darkness yes. and silence. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought McCoy was so goth? I know. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. awesome. Uh, right, we're into the big ones now. Then number two, Stephen, and uh, be very, very careful here. What's your number two on your list? Uh-oh, oh, oh dear. Oh, you're not going to like me again here. <laughs> oh, I built up suspense here. First contact. <laughs> this is just evil. First contact. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Certainly, the one I think me and you bonded over, possibly. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. Plenty of parts in there. Um, obviously, the, the Borg, age-old enemy, sort of being dealt with. Picard having to sort of come to terms with what's happened in the past. Um, That's great. Space battle at the start. That was. Great. I love that battle, and DK dissed that battle. I'm not <laughs> having that. I, I, love that I didn't diss it. I just said it wasn't what I was hoping for. Oh, what, I'd only introduced like six new types of starship? That wasn't enough for you? <laughs> I, I'm not talking to the Eagle Moss collector here. <laughs> hey, we can't uh, ask collecting people. You do not want to look at my desk right now. Captain <laughs> Chill over here. Oh, no, never mind. <laughs> That's cool. So, um, yeah, as I said, a lot of great acting and uh, scenes and dialogue to choose from. But what would you go with then, Stephen, just for those three things? Um, well, Picard, I think favorite character in the movie. I was really tempted with Zephyr Cochran. Um, oh, he's good. Just, yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah I was in the role. Well, yeah, for I sure. think there's certainly. I mean, the you know the quote "this far no further." That mm-hmm. that that bit there. Yeah, oh, not that can you really? <laughs> um, I, favorite scene. I mean, the yeah, the space battle at the start. But if you're actually going with a bit with it really involves people, mm-hmm. the the point where Data fires the quantum torpedoes at the Phoenix. Resistance like, oh, is it going to hit? And like that, that tense oh, moment where you're like, blatantly not going to hit, but it could hit. But why did he waste those torpedoes? Who who, who knew he had such a flair for the theatrical? <laughs> well, blatantly uh, Picard in the other very next movie. Well, yes, <laughs> good point. <laughs> good point indeed. So, uh, yeah. any other thoughts before I move on to DK's number two? Uh, great movie. Um, Really like I, I know what your number one is because I've been able to work it out, but I will ask why you put Indeed. that above first contact Indeed. when you get there. So I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've got I've got my you. own personal reasons for that. Yeah. But yeah, a great movie, and I think it really brought Star Trek to the masses. And that mm. that's why it's so high for me, apart from the fact I love it anyway. Um, yeah, it, I it, think First Contact you know, is the ultimate one for Trek nerds, as opposed to the sort of I, I don't know if it brought a Trek to the masses, but it really appealed. It was the perfect one for the geeks that really wanted to see something cinematic from the next gen and the next generations as it was very much just an episode yeah, yeah. of the show first contact I was mean, a movie so that's <laughs> it like like we mentioned right at the start you know, we we put that on when we were in school and mm. we had like an hour for the it was like christmas or something we would put it on and people wanted to stay and watch the rest of the movie mm-hmm. you very know much. Yeah. everyone in that class 
virtually wanted to stay to carry on watching the movie in you know, before everyone in that class had more sense than DK. Simple as that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I've you know, a lot I, more I, often I, than you would think. <laughs> I'll, I'll let him give his uh, inferior opinions now. It's very. Yeah. I'm, he knows I'm only kidding. Bless him, or am I? <laughs> so what's your, what's your number two then, DK, for nine points? It's it's undiscovered country. Ah, okay, awesome. Well, we're all kind of vaguely picking the same ones, I think, for our tops. So, okay, Undiscovered Country was your number two. What's the reasons why? What's your favourite uh, character line and scene? It's just epic in scale. It mm. tells so much in such a short space of time. It's another masterclass by Nick Meyer, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Favourite scene, it's a very overlooked scene, but I do like it from working stuff out. It's the one in the ship's galley where... Mm. Uh, they're trying to figure out why he couldn't just weaponize them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, that's when they're kind of exploring and they do all this whole sort of um, Starfleet are calling us. Oh, we there, there were wooden shoes named Sabo that they used to throw in, hence the word sabotage. Sabotage. All that kind of um, detective stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, awesome. So, dialogue and character then from uh, Undiscovered Country. Uh, it's got to be Bones again. And favourite line is where Chang's going, I am as constant as a northern star and Bones pipes up. I would give real money if he just shut up. <laughs> just shut up, yes. <laughs> oh, and is it Undiscovered Country as well where McCoy has the greatest line at the very end where he just goes, once again, we've saved civilization as we know it. And the good news is they're not going to prosecute. <laughs> That's so on. Yeah. I, that, I mean, the, awesome. it, it was tied is the, the final scene. It, it brings me to tears every time. The second star to the right. Oh, it's very good. Very good. Yeah, very good stuff. Awesome. Um, hello, Andri Rapula in Ukraine. Um, hopefully, we're doing you proud. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Hello, um, Andri. <laughs> bless. Uh, ho hopefully, you're a Star Trek fan. Yes. Otherwise, it's probably going to be very boring for you. But uh, yeah, um, bless you. Uh, we are here doing uh, our best for that. So do try and click on that link and donate whatever you can, uh, and check out the hashtag Trek for Ukraine if you can as well. Uh, Live like here raising Andrew. money. We're not pissed. Indeed. <laughs> Live long and prosper you as well, friend. Absolutely. Um, united in Trek, as I said. Um, okay. Um, I wish I didn't have to do, move on, but unfortunately I do. So my number two film then, um, I'm not sure if this will be controversial or not, but my number two is Wrath of Khan. Um, it was very close between my number one and two, and Wrath of Khan was number one for a long time, and it was... Uh, it, I, I can't really fault it. It's just that I like my number one a bit better for personal reasons. But Wrath of Khan, I love everything from, um, you know, the, the epic Khan that everyone quotes to the, you know, hours could seem like days thing to everything between Kirk and Khan on the view screen, just spitting venom at each other. Um, I think it's all great. And uh, yeah, favorite scene is just the entire fight in the Mutara Nebula. Uh, particularly yeah. the idea that Khan doesn't think three-dimensionally, so they can, in fact, just <laughs> go up and down. Basic, yet effective. Um, Favourite line of dialogue? Um, oh, it's, see, that's tough trying to think of a one. Uh, well, of course, it's got to be the obvious. I'm, I'm just going to go for it. In fact, you know what? I'm not. I'm going to go for the speech at Spock's funeral. Um, of all the souls I've encountered in my travels, his was the most human. Yes. Um, absolutely. Uh, yes. favorite character in Wrath of Khan, um, it's got to be Spock, hasn't it? Really? I mean, yeah. sacrificing himself for the, the greater good at the end, needs of the many and all that. So uh, that would be my number two. Um, so what about your number two, Adrian? <laughs> uh, my number two is First Contact. 
uh, you know, watched okay. this movie just hundreds of times. Um, uh, favorite character is the board queen when she comes out of the structure. You know, I just thought oh, that was so yeah. great. And her spine is like this. And, you know, that was really great. And uh, I think my favorite line is when uh, I think it was Dex 13 and they said, uh, the Borg on deck 13 and um, it was like, uh, they won't stay on deck 13, whichever deck that was. So, yeah. Mm. Cool. 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 Awesome. Um, yeah, fair enough. So what was your, well, this is the big one then. What's your number one, Stephen, as if I didn't already know this. <laughs> what do you think it is then? I believe it's the undiscovered country. You are right. You are right. Indeed. Spot on. Uh, yeah. Um, always had a, a special place for me. Um, first movie I can really recall watching was The Undiscovered Country. It was like a Christmas Eve, something like that. A oh, big wow, family okay. get-together and we'd gone... I remember everyone sort of came to the living room and watched Undiscovered Country for the first time. And oh, I think sweet. it was might have been fresh out as well. It, uh, it was just on, on video or something. Um, and probably I say that maybe the first one I'd seen at that point. I might have seen some others beforehand, but definitely the one that was always stuck into my mind is the one that really you know paid home for me. Um sweet reasons, that's fair enough. Yeah. 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 Um, um, Kang, great. Gil, you know, you've already mentioned Gorgon, great as well. Um all the Shakespeare quotations, all that, <laughs> uh, you know. Um Quote. Well, DK has already nicked the one I was tempted with, which was, which you was. know, I'd give real money if he'd just shut up. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. We, we had a friend who used to quote that, actually, if you remember. Did we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we did. Um, oh, I'm quite tempted with Sulu, Flyer Apart, then. And yes. One. Yes. Yeah. Fly yeah. Apart. That was fly great. Apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Flyer yes. Apart. And. One did just jump into my head. Um, oh, what was it? Who was it? Mm-hmm. It was probably Kang. I was about yeah, to say, yeah. I bet it's this guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so many good. But for some reason, I don't think it was Kang. Mm. I'll, I'll, I'll maybe throw that back in towards the end if I recall what it was. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, awesome. I've seen... Uh, you've mentioned a couple of great ones. I just like it all the way through, really. Great it's all story. one big scene to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the, all the putting aside old hatred mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, you know, it's oh, actually that that's fun. It's um, probably one of not the thing I was going to think of, but the the point at which. It's not the younger generation who have to learn to live with the... the Our generation will have the hardest time living in it. That's it, yeah, because of all that here and and, and stuff like that. That's that's quite good. Not not what I was thinking of, but that's another great... Great line, and, and but yeah, I can't pick a particular scene. If you think of anything else, just give us a shout or pop it into the chat. That's fair enough. Yeah. Um, so, DK, what's your number one? Then your big climactic ten pointer. <laughs> it's got to be Rathakan. Wrath of Khan. <laughs> Okie dokie. And uh, reasons why in your favourite line character scene quickly. <laughs> it's just beautiful from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. It's too short in my in my opinion. Every time I watch it, it seems to get shorter because I enjoy it so much, even after all this time. 
Favourite scene? I can't have Spock's death because it just makes me weep every time. So I'm going to go with what uh, Steve said earlier with the whole, I don't like to lose. Mm. Uh, Never believed in the no engineering. (laughs) Exactly. Favourite character? Got to be Spock. And as for, what was the the other thing? Uh, Scene and character and line of dialogue. uh, Line. Uh, I I would be remiss if I didn't say... uh, Spock's narration over the end credits, the uh, oh, original yes. series narration, oh, yeah. brings a lump to my throat every time mm-hmm. I watch Same it. Same here, because he, his voice is so low and he's being so soft and calm. Yeah. It sends yeah. shivers down my spine. Yeah. It's same here. The camera kind of going in on his um, torpedo coffin as well in that scene as if to promise a little bit more. It's very good. Yeah. So, awesome. Just, just awesome. art. Definitely. Very good. Uh, my number one is, of course, Star Trek First Contact. For all the reasons that I've already went over, it's a very personal (laughs) film. It helped me to bond with a lot of good friends who uh, were into Trek, including Stephen. It was the first one that I wore out on video cassette. Not anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I I rented the video from uh, my local corner shop for that one so many times that they literally gave the video to me. (laughs) He was like, you've rented this once a week for the last 10 weeks. Just take it. (laughs) Which was really sweet. sweet. I Um, love that. Yeah, uh, so yeah, and I just love, like I said, the acting in it, the dialogue. My favourite scene is the Picard and Lily scene in the ready room. My favourite line is also that entire scene, the Moby Dick analogy, the line drawn this far, no further. Yeah. You broke your little ships, etc. Uh, and my favourite mm-hmm. character in that movie um, is probably Picard. Um, I do not mind the ball queen in that movie quite so much as some people. Um, I also like her dialogue when she's, at least they're kind of keeping it enigmatic and it's like, um, I am the ball. That's a contradiction. I am the beginning and the end and the one who's many. And Yeah, I don't mind it as much as some people. I think it's, she's better in there than she is in Voyager, perhaps. But uh, yeah, so my number one would definitely be first contact for my 10 points. <laughs> and uh, Adrienne, finally, what is your number one then for 10 whole points? Okay, my number one is Wrath of Khan because yeah. this guy is so great, <laughs> everyone. Um, I just think my, my, Ricardo Monteblan is so wonderful. And my favorite yep. line is, I spit my last breath at thee. So... I mean, yeah. I, I can't really watch the spark, the Spock death scene, you know, um, very easily. <laughs> so, mm. Or I would talk about it more. But let's just stay with the, the um, yeah. Shakespeare it's a little, stuff. It's a lot, really, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is. We'll just stay in this Shakespeare world. Yeah, that's fair enough. And uh, yeah, so anything else about there, the particular kind of favorite um, characters or lines of dialogue that you like? I think uh, I spit my last breath at thee. Like he's like all twisted and all messed up and, mm. you know, con. I mean, they, they, we don't have the movie without a, the bad guy. So I just have to say he's my favorite character. The whole movie yeah. revolves around him. So that's yeah. fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, it's a slight spoiler for my podcast, but I was talking one of the things on my hit or miss in an upcoming episode is holographic communications. Uh, because we obviously the controversy around should it be in discovery and everything and i said that i think wrath of khan is the perfect argument for why you don't need holographic communications to have actors in the same scene act off each other because you would not think that shatner and montalban are never in the same room in that movie no. it's all acted over a screen and yet it's so impactful and so good yes. um you know that it just goes to show you, you don't need any fancy sci-fi gimmicks or whatever you just need two good actors and a great script and a very good director so um, awesome. Agreed. Yeah. Well, um, I am trying to call eight numbers here to give us our final top ten. Otherwise, people are going to be disappointed that we didn't get a final. One. Um, <laughs> so I did not think this through. 
because now uh -huh. it's just going to mean that there's going to be probably dead silence unless one of you guys wants to talk about um, what, why did the three uh, that didn't make your list didn't make it, starting with you, Steve. <laughs> oh, well, actually, I was I was just going to throw in about Rafa Khan. Uh, mm -hmm. Part of the reason it didn't, I suppose, go a bit higher on my list was without seeing uh, uh, Space Seed, is it? Mm -hmm. oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. You know, you don't get the history... Yeah, I suppose of, I guess, of yeah. why there is that grudge there, and you know how he marooned him on City Alpha Five, and it, it is City Alpha Five, and mm -hmm. you know, and, yeah. and all that sort of thing. Um, okay. I, yeah, I mean, as for the other movies, um, yeah, this weren't particularly interesting um, <laughs> for me greatly, and I had to pick some. You know, uh, and, well, I have a little something I could throw in is that okay. um something i noticed on this rewatch because i crammed i watched as much as, of the movies as i can like this was well my done. finals in college thank you um so and 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 i mean i had the perfect excuse laundry one i'm sorry this test coming up i have to I have to do that so um <laughs> so um and into darkness i just wanted to throw out there that i've caught uh that mccoy and dr marcus have to mess with uh a torpedo, yeah. you know, one of Khan's yeah. torpedoes, just hmm. like happened in um, Undiscovered Country. They had to mess oh, yeah. with a torpedo. Oh, yeah. So um, that's kind of exciting to me. That was my discovery. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Uh, anybody else have anything that they picked up on this rewatch that they didn't uh, necessarily notice before? Mm, that's a no. That I made a really <laughs> bad choice putting first contact down my list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so close to having the final list, guys. I'm literally one one uh, score short here. So uh, let's see. I mean, I was quite tempted at one point when I first wrote my list to put a, you know, a curveball in and say Galaxy Quest was one of my top ten. Oh, I was so course. close to picking Galaxy Quest. Somebody was going to say something like that. Um, we have a tie at number ten, by the way. <laughs> It's a um, so it, it is actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, do you want to try and do a tiebreaker, or should we just say that number ten is a, a joint number ten between two things? I'll change my motion picture. There you go. It's gone. <laughs> okay, fair enough. In, that, in which case, the number ten is settled, and it's not Final Frontier. Um, great. Okie dokie. Right then. So. Uh, the final top 10 then in reverse order, just so as we can finish this off and everybody can be less uh, annoyed with us. The number 10 <laughs> movie, according to our combined list, with a total of three points, would be Star Trek Into Darkness. That's our number 10. Um, our number nine, with 10 points, is Star Trek Beyond. Our number eight, uh, let's see, with... 14 points is the motion picture. Our number seven with 16 points is Star Trek Generations. Our number six with 17 points is Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. Our number five with 23 points is Star Trek 2009. Uh, our number four is Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home with 24 points. Our number three is Star Trek First Contact with 32 points. Our number two is Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, with 34 points. And the number one best Star Trek movie, democratically decided by all of us, with 36 points, is Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Surprising Yay. nobody, I'm sure. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, awesome. 
Um, I Guys, see we've got our... Jumping in here, I can't believe that that is, that is the most peculiar list from about 10 to 6, I think I was expecting to see from uh, the list you put together. I was not expecting <laughs> some of the movies to be kind of that high up the list at all. Like, Oh, we're, we're a varied bunch, all four of us here, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, I was, actually, I, I was actually going to mention Galaxy Quest to see if you'd actually discussed it. So, Steve, I think you said it a second ago, or was it DK who said it about Galaxy Steve, Quest? Steve, Steve. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember reading years ago, it was in people's like top five Star Trek movies. Galaxy Quest was number five. Yeah. Um, that was, yeah, a few years ago now, but yeah. It's if we good, included yeah. it, it probably would be my number five, actually. <laughs> yeah, you know, a bit like the, the same sort of inspiration from, like, the Orville, really, in yeah. in how it, it, it's It's slightly out. better than that, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, obviously, it, it moves away a bit. It's obviously based on Earth, but, like, the general premise of it all and, and how they go along, it's, it's, a good, it's a good, again, another fun movie, but not quite Star Trek. Hmm. Hmm. It's good though. It's very good. If nobody, uh, if anybody's a Trek fan that hasn't seen Galaxy Quest, you absolutely have to because it's just so good. It's a great um, pastiche yeah. of all of that kind of genre and the actors in it, and uh, yeah, so good. And uh, the late, great Alan that's me, I've never actually seen Galaxy Quest at oh, all. No way. You've yeah. never seen it. I haven't oh. either. Oh, thanks, oh, Adrian. No well, I'm you... the only one. Then. <laughs> you both have your homework then for the week. Am I grounded? <laughs> 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 guys i'm gonna let you wrap it up there and thank you so much for coming on for two hours and doing your list i'm really delighted i hope you enjoyed it as well and currently we're up to 1898 rays so far so hope we'll break yeah. it we'll break um, out for everybody that's asking sorry to interrupt um, everybody that's asking yes i will post the final list and scores on twitter um if you are curious what our top 10 ended up as i, I have it written down so i shall be able to do that uh, without any problem, that's fine. <laughs> Live long and prosper. You have been listening to the Hit or Miss Star Trek podcast, hosted by Michael Wilson and DK. Created, produced, and edited by Michael Wilson. Additional material produced by DK. Music by Timeless Journey. More information can be found at soundcloud.com forward slash timeless journey. The Hit or Miss Star Trek podcast is based on an idea by Michael Wilson and Will Templar. Follow the podcast on Twitter at HomeTrek, on Instagram at Home Star Trek Podcast, or look for the Hit or Miss Star Trek podcast under Facebook groups. Links to all our social media accounts and more are in this episode's description. This podcast is available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Just look for Silver Screen Hit or Miss Star Trek. This has been a Mike's Podcast production, copyright 2022. Thank you for listening.